Welcome to In the Know with Erin Glow, a podcast bringing you information and inspiration from people in all walks of life. This is the Christmas special. Merry Christmas and happy holidays, everybody, and welcome to the Christmas special of In the Know with Erin Glow. I'm so excited about this special. Um, Obviously, it's all about Christmas and a little bit of New Year's Eve stuff. So I first want to welcome back my two friends and guests that are always on these themed episodes so far for the holidays or the seasons. I always ask them back because they're fun to talk to. They have a lot of insight. And they also love Christmas, just like they love Halloween and autumn. So YouTubers, Tony and Derek, welcome back. Thanks for having us back again. Third time's a charm. (laughs) Yeah, great to be back. How you guys doing? Are you guys in the Christmas spirit? I actually am drinking some hot chocolate. I have candy canes already, so I'm ready to go. Yeah, I'm I'm in the spirit all right. Yeah, so I have a gingerbread coffee in my Santa mug. I have some Christmas donuts. I rarely eat donuts, but this is a special occasion. We have some fun topics to talk about, all about Christmas. We have some games to play, some questions to answer. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I hope this gets you in the holiday spirit. Real quick, did you guys see the gingerbread house that they made of Hogwarts? No. Have you seen that? No. You got to see that. (laughs) Y'all go Google it. It's it's worth seeing. It's a it's a Hogwarts that you can eat. (laughs) Oh my god. Is it like life size? No, it's not. But that would have been better. No, no. It's just, it's just, it's huge though. And it's not just Hogwarts. It's like the property and like the Quidditch area. Like it looked really cool. You got to look it up. It's cool. I once saw a gingerbread house in a hotel. Like I wasn't in the hotel, but I saw a picture online. They had it like in the entrance of a hotel and it was like life size. You could walk into it. I remember telling my friend, you should go there. I dare you to go take a bite out of it. You think you'd get arrested if you took a bite out of Gingerbread House in a hotel? I think he, I, I definitely think he would. Imagine how much time <laughs> they put into that too. Who was the question though? Probably not the hotel people. No, this is true. They probably commissioned it. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to get started. Uh, just like the autumn special, we're going to start the episode off with a bucket list for Christmas. A lot of you... uh gave me some feedback about the autumn bucket list and seemed to like it so I figured it'd be fun to do one for Christmas so again I got some of these bucket list ideas from bucketlistjourney.net it's a woman who has a website where she makes all kinds of bucket lists totally her ideas so I want to give her the credit but she's really good at at making bucket lists and I thought these I I chose some of my favorites I didn't choose all of them because she had a long list for Christmas but I chose about, let's see, I chose about 22, <laughs> my lucky number, but I chose 22 to do. She had about like 50. We have a lot to cover in this episode, so I didn't want to do all 50, but here are 22 of my favorites. And yeah, are you guys ready for the bucket list? I was born ready for the bucket list, actually. <laughs> that sounded a little aggressive. I don't know <laughs> if I'm ready now. <laughs> Well, let's see if any of you have done this yet so far this year or if you plan on doing it or if you've ever done it. Maybe it's something that you've always wanted to do but never did, but maybe it's something you do every year. We'll see. But here is uh, bucketlistjourney.net's suggestions 
for a bucket list for Christmas, what you should do before the Christmas season ends. Number one, attend a tree lighting ceremony. Now, many cities or landmarks will have a ceremony honoring the lighting of their tree. It's a night where crowds of people load up on hot cocoa, dress in their warmest attire, and gather around the tree waiting for the flip of the switch. Now, of course, a lot of people watch the Rockefeller Center tree get lit every year in New York City on TV. It's a big thing. It used to be bigger. I think they still air it on TV, but it's not as big of a deal as it used to be when I was a kid. Uh, But it's still fun to watch. They have, like, celebrities, uh, performers, other celebrities there make appearances. Sometimes they have figure skaters skating on the rink. I always enjoyed that when I was little. So, yeah, I mean, if you're in New York City, go to that ceremony, but I'm sure that's huge and tons of people. I mean, I don't know. Do you guys know of any tree lighting ceremonies in your area? I know there's one in L.A. over here, one at the Grove. Uh, a little bit away from me, there is the La Salette um, tree lighting ceremony, and the whole entire place is lit up. It, it used to be, I don't know if it still is, but it used to be, the most lights in one location like it's bright like i can see it from where i am like it's bright yeah i've, I've been there before when i was younger it's crazy what about in maryland derek any anything there that you know of not that i know of that's like super close to me and I, I know they usually have a giant tree outside the high school that they usually decorate but other than that <laughs> uh, i don't call like a tree lighting ceremony i'm sure there's one around somewhere you just have to drive a bit to it Maybe there is one near that I just have no idea about, but... Well, I'm sure uh, listeners out there can look online and just look up a tree lighting ceremony in your area. I don't know if it's too late by the time this comes out, because it'll be very close to Christmas, because I plan on getting this out right before Christmas. So you're probably too late if you didn't go to one this year, because I think trees would be lit already by that time. But, I mean, you could always go look at the tree in person. That's always fun. I actually have a funny story, though. A few years ago, I went with my sister to New York City for like a day, and we were trying to go to the tree lighting ceremony in Rockefeller Center, but we were late on the bus because we were traveling from Boston to New York, and the bus was like got stuck in traffic, so by the time we got there, it just ended. So there were like crowds of people like coming out, and we couldn't get anywhere near it until like three in the morning, (laughs) and we're trying to get near it, and the cops are there like shooing us away. So we missed it, but we got to see it later. But yeah, it's crazy there, like in person. It's just crazy. They won't even let you get near it if you're not part of it. So just be prepared if you plan on doing that one year. All right, number two, get your picture with Santa. Whether you have a child or are a child at heart, like me and I'm sure Derek and Tony, go to the local mall and get a cute snapshot of you with good old Saint Nick. As a kid, I've got pictures with Santa. Did you guys get pictures with Santa as kids? I'm sure. That's a thing, right? I think everybody did, no? Yeah. Yeah, we got a couple. I haven't in a while, but I'd still go today. (laughs) Really? Yeah, I would go too. Yeah, go through pics with Santa. Why not? Who cares? I think I did get one uh, as an adult. I don't remember exactly where, but I think I did do it once. And yeah, they'll they'll welcome me right up there. Santa's a jolly old man. He's going to welcome you up there no matter how old you are. His ass gets paid regardless. He doesn't care. (laughs) But yeah, and then, of course, you take your pets. I take my guinea pig, Brett. He's seen Santa a couple times. It's adorable. Uh, They had him at the pet shop. You know, you take it for free. It's a really cool thing they do. It's cute. Tony, do you take your cats to see Santa? Oh, I can't take them anywhere. (laughs) 
All right, number three, leave cookies for Santa Claus. On December 24th, leave cookies for Santa Claus, even if you don't believe in him anymore. You can eat them in the morning. That's a great plan. <laughs> have you all left cookies for Santa at one point when you were younger? I actually don't know if I have done that. I might have when I was really young, but I don't have like a memory really of that, so I don't know. Mm. Yeah, we would leave cookies and we would leave carrots. For <laughs> yeah. Not the other. See, that's the thing. It wasn't the other reindeers because they were assholes to Rudolph. So we always gave Rudolph a bunch of carrots. <laughs> and Santa had cookies and milk. Nice. Yeah, I remember leaving leaving them one year. And I, I remember, you know, you guys know this. When you're at that age where you kind of know that... Now, if there's kids listening, I suggest you turn this off right now or skip over this part. But you kind of know, you have that feeling like, I don't think there's really a Santa, but I'm not positive. So you kind of like are thinking about it. And you're like, well, I'm leaving these cookies out. I want to see if I catch my parent, you know, eating it. You kind of want to know, but you kind of don't because you feel like if you do know, like, I don't know, with me, I was like, oh my God, if I find out he's not real, and they're the ones eating this, I'm going to feel so betrayed. I, I felt kind of betrayed. Did you guys feel that way? I don't, I don't think I was ever one that really looked or wanted to look like, for presents or stuff like that. I just kind of went to bed and woke up and was excited. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, I was always afraid like that I would... I was almost afraid that I would find them eating it accidentally and they would be the ones embarrassed. You know what I mean? I mean, I get what you're saying, but no, I never did that, so... So you just were like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, we normally had, like, these big, like, family get-togethers on New Year's Eve. Yeah. And we would just be so tired. Not New Year's Eve, Christmas Eve, excuse me. And we would get so tired that we just, we just slept through the night. Yeah. Well, I'd leave cookies out for Santa still. Why not? <laughs> All right, number four. Make a homemade gift. Now there's always something special about giving or receiving a homemade gift. It's a fun thing to do in any season, but especially Christmas. Uh, it could be a glass frame with pressed wild flowers, or pretty smelling soap, or infused vodka. Uh, the possibilities are endless. So she suggested that she said she's really loving these flavored salts with cute little glass jars. And yeah, I feel like homemade gifts are always fun to make because it shows that you're putting effort into it for a person. Especially if it's something you know they'll like. And it's just, I don't know, It's it, there's something different about making it yourself than buying it in the store. I mean, obviously, if there's something you want that's in the store and you get excited about it, great. But have you guys ever, like, made a homemade gift and given it to somebody for Christmas? Yeah, I feel like homemade gifts, they're, yeah, like you were saying, they're just more sentimental. Like, buying something is good. Like you said, if it's something you know they want, but... There's just something different about like a homemade gift because it's like there was time and effort and mm -hmm. uh, yeah, just a lot of time and effort and thought put into it rather than just you know wallet. <laughs> it's a lot more meaningful. <laughs> yeah. All right. Number five. Make garland for a tree. And once you've picked your tree, how about trying to make a festive garland to go around it? The internet is full of directions on how to make garland in all kinds of creative ways. So you can make it with various things like popcorn and candy canes and all of that. Popcorn garland. I'm sure everyone's made that. What exactly? So gar it's just the string that goes around it with stuff like that? Because I always call that like the Yeah, tinsel. it's like a... 
No, no, tinsel, the thin silver little stringy things separately, all separately. Whereas garland's like the long, I don't know what you would call it. It, has, it can have tinsel on it, but it can also just be like made of, you know, fake artificial trees. String popcorn can be used as garland. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I remember, I think we did that in school once. I was really young with that little popcorn. Yeah, it's like a big thing. Yeah, popcorn. But yeah, garland is the string with the with whatever on it, and then tinsel. It's the shiny shit, right? The silver, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Garland's like the long thing where you can put it on a tree like several times, go over and over. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. I get what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> Carry on. All right. Number six. Make an ornament. Put on your creative activity hat and make your own holiday ornaments for your tree or someone else's. Most craft stores carry clear bulbs that can be filled with an array of festive things or get even more crafty by looking up DIY Christmas ornaments. So yeah, I mean, everybody's made their own Christmas ornament at one time or another. Whether it's just like cutting out construction paper or cutting out regular paper. Yeah, I know I made a bunch in school, but I haven't made one since. But the tree is like flooded with all like, yeah, little childhood homemade ornaments, but... I feel like that is something that would be fun to do because you can make more like I'm call them an adult ornament, but you know more advanced like difficult ones when you're older. An adult ornament. Yeah, an adult <laughs> ornament, like a fun what craft. What is that exactly? <laughs> I don't know, but you know how they have like a how they have like adult coloring books and stuff to where it's just more challenging. You could do something. I'm sure there's got to be some sort of ornament that's along yeah. those lines. I like the clothespin ornaments. You put two clothespins yeah. upside down, and it's a reindeer. Yes, I made those when I was little. <laughs> yeah. When I was a kid, that blew my mind. Like, I was like, no way. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I think it was talking about We put the little felt paper on there to make the nose and ears. I remember I did one. It was a, a mouse, but the tail was like the candy cane. So, like, it just kind of hung on the tree. It was like the mouse hanging upside down with this tail wrapped around the tree. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think my mom has any of our homemade ornaments anymore. That's something I'm definitely going to ask her. Oh yeah, I still have all of mine, I think. Well, you know, when you're an adult, you get to that certain phase where you just buy everything. Instead of, you know, you're creative in a sense while you're decorating, but you don't go, you know, full out making decorations. And it came to a point right after we all grew up that my mom just, her, her Christmas trees just started to be like... You know, like those uh, home and garden Christmas trees. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's so fancy. So, of course, the kids' ornaments wouldn't be on there. We're grown anyways. So, it's been so long since I've seen them. I wonder if she still has them. Hmm, that's I'm sure they're going to be tucked away somewhere. Most likely. She has, like, all my art projects in the basement. Like, hung. she framed them and hung them. So, most likely she has them. All right, number seven. Make a Christmas tune playlist. Create your ideal playlist on Spotify, Apple Music, or even YouTube. I've made one of those. Derek and I actually, um, I shared my playlist with Derek once. Last year, right? Was it? Not last year. I think it was the year before. Um, Yeah, I think it was the year before. Yeah, I have like a playlist. I always make playlists like that for different seasons and things, and then I'll share them. But do you guys do that? Oh yeah, I have a giant playlist for like every holiday like i had one for halloween i have one for christmas i, I even <laughs> organize it like in order of my favorites to my least favorites uh, and i use youtube just because it's easier that way but but youtube is only good if you're listening to it at home because a lot of times i would listen to my playlist when i'm on the go 
you know, like when I'm taking a walk or I'm doing this, I can you can't really do that with YouTube, can you? Or how's the app with that? Yeah, you can do that. Um, I mean, you're gonna listen to ads unless you pay for it. Right, it's just not but, as convenient, yeah. But it's, you know, you still pay for Spotify too, don't you? Yeah, yeah. No, I yeah, when so. I yeah, I make my playlists on Spotify or Apple. No, I'm more of an Apple Music person. Oh, see, so yeah, but... I, I don't do that. Just because I feel like it's a lot easier than having to go through YouTube. Like, even if you have the app, you'd have to, like, scroll down to the song. Whereas on Spotify or Apple Music, it's really easy. You just see the list and you click on it. If you want to, like, go to a certain song. I just do everything on YouTube, pretty much. So it's just easier for me since it's all there. Yeah, I also, too, compact. you can. I think you can have, like, offline music listening and download them and stuff. If you have, like, the YouTube Red or whatever, which I don't have, but... Well, Regardless. you can have the basic premium for ten bucks, and you can still do that. You don't. YouTube Red is for their for their TV shows that they have. You know, like the Markiplier show that just came out, and like Game Theory. That's YouTube Red, but for premium, which is like ten bucks a month, you can download videos. Like, say, if you're going on uh, on a plane trip and you really can't use your Wi-Fi on your phone, you can download the video real quick, and then go back to it and play it without having any internet. Nice. Alright, number eight. Sip on hot chocolate by a fire. There's nothing quite like sipping some hot cocoa while watching a fire blazing. It's the perfect way to write your Christmas list. And also, if you don't have a fireplace, they have some really cool YouTube videos where it's like a pretend fireplace that you can, uh, you know, just let go and it. <laughs> it's almost like there's a fire there. And they also have these really cool, um, like these TV stands I've seen that I want to get where it, it's like a heater. But the, it's in the middle. Oh, the of Amish it. make those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it's a heater, and when it heats up, it shows like a fake fire. Like the lights yeah. and the fake, it looks real almost. Yeah. That's really cool too. So, yeah, if you don't have a fireplace, you can still do that. In the know with Erin Glow, we do not condone arson. Well, <laughs> no. It's safer than a real fireplace, oh, then, yeah. right? You can get. Because you, you don't have to like Amazon. sit there and watch it and make sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a space heater, but less it's more for you know aesthetics yeah yeah but i think it's cool that it's an actual heater as well yeah i do recommend going to get it in pennsylvania though they do amazing work pennsylvania what do you mean like the amish the amish build them they they started making them actually and that's where the fad came in for the fake fireplaces and mm. they just continue to make them and they do like a really great job they have their own little shops and you get like good prices and it's handmade too who wouldn't want that you want something that everybody else has or do you want something that's unique for you true that true that number nine donate a toy christmas is all about giving and giving a gift to a child in need is one of the most rewarding things to do this holiday a heartwarming addition to your Christmas bucket list. You can donate to Toys for Tots or other places in need. You can try your local homeless shelter, children's hospital, or a fire department. Plus, there are many shops and businesses that will have Christmas angel trees where the ornaments hung are wishes from kids in need. Now, this is really cool because I um, I did this once when uh, back, I think it was, geez, like 2008. 2009 when I first moved away I started a music promotion company called Glow Music Promotions and I basically put together this toy drive where I went to the local now a lot of the big places won't let you do it but it, this was in Arizona 
and I went to like some independent music stores and, and things like that and I asked them if I could put like a jar on their counter and it said you know this is Glow Music Promotions we're donating if you could donate we're buying toys we're gonna give them to sick kids at a hospital and we put them there for about a month we came back we got pretty good money and we went and bought toys and then we wrapped them and because it was a music promotion company I found a local band they performed acoustic Christmas songs for these kids at this hospital and uh, we set it up and they were so adorable they're like they had it in like this little hallway area a little lobby area more more like it and they all came out there's you know just not dressed up they were just just got out of their rooms you know some of them were battling really bad illnesses like cancer and and things like that and they just sat around and they were so happy and like it made us all like very emotional and we just had these three guys from this band singing acoustically singing christmas songs and they danced and we gave out the toys and and that was just like a really fond memory i have of um something i did like that donating a toy so that's just one example that was like a big thing that we put together but you don't have to do that you could just even give money or just like I said go to toys for tots anything like that but there's always people in need it doesn't even have to be toys it can be other things you're setting a high standard with that type of story <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's definitely we, I still have photos of it it's a really special moment and the parents were there and they were just I think I think it was also because these kids had to spend Christmas in the hospital and, you know they're going through so much and it was like almost a distraction for them yeah and it was also just you know celebrating Christmas at the same time and they're getting these free toys and and it was just really special and you can even put that together I'm sure without like a little show like we did you could just say, hey, can I come to the hospital? I just want to give out toys to kids. And maybe they'll say yes, as long as there's good security and stuff, you know? Definitely call your local hospital wherever you go, because there is COVID regulations now. So you don't just show up. Call them and see what you can do. Yeah, I mean, they have to be careful nowadays. But I feel like, too, if you can, if you can, I mean, obviously, you don't have to, but if you're do donating to a hospital like I did, if you can ask them if you can hand the kids the Christmas gifts, or even if you want one of them to dress up like Santa and hand it there. I mean, they do that anyway on, with other charities and stuff, or even just an elf or, or something silly and cute. It's a lot, I feel like if you could actually hand the toys to the kids, I think that would, it's really special too. I mean, I don't know how, how much they would let you do that now, but I think it's just, it's more personal, you know? You can say Merry Christmas to them. You can just joke with them, even. When we had that show at the hospital, one of the band members was playing, like, those conga drums, like, with his hands, and one of the kids came up and wanted to play with him, and it was so cute. He was all excited. So, yeah, I mean, if you can make it personal like that, instead of just dropping off a bag, that's great. But if that's all you can do, I mean, that's still amazing. Number 10, volunteer. During the holiday season, there are always people in need of some extra Christmas cheer. Spread some joy by helping in some way. You can volunteer at a soup kitchen or bring joy to a children's hospital, just like we said. Yeah, I'm sure those are everywhere. Soup kitchens, all that. Do you guys have any fun volunteer experiences? No, I was going to say, I don't. I mean, there could be like a soup kitchen here, but if you're in like a smaller town, even if you're just helping like, I don't know, an elderly neighbor put up decorations or something. I don't know, there's always something you can do to help. And even if you can't leave home, there's a lot of online organizations that you can help out with. 
nonprofits that help food kitchens and stuff, especially if you're a streamer, doesn't matter how many people watch you, you can join one of those organizations, throw a video game on, and all proceeds and all donations that you get, you can give to that kitchen. Yes, good idea. Alright, number 11, go ice skating. During the Christmas season, outdoor ice skating rinks start popping up, even in places that have no snow. So put on a pair of blades and glide around the rink, followed up with a cup of hot cocoa. You guys have rinks around you? I have no idea. We might, but I've never been ice skating. I'm not much of a... <laughs> anything that involves like, a lot of fun. balance like that. Like, I've never been... I think I attempted roller skating when I was young. I used to skateboard <laughs> a little bit when I was really, really young, but then I stopped and... Yeah, no more balance for me. See, I'm the complete opposite. I'm good at balancing things. I'm not good with, like, upper body things, though. Have you ever been ice skating, Tony? Uh, no. No, I have not. <laughs> okay. Well, you guys are not <laughs> vouching for this one. Um, yes, I think this one is a good one to do. Go ice skating. It's always fun. I love it. Love watching it. Big fan of the sport, figure skating, so ice skating has always been fun. I wish I did it more as a kid, but wasn't really popular where I was from. Didn't have a lot of ice rinks. But yeah, there's there's always great ones, and they play Christmas music outside, and it can be a little crowded depending on where you go, but and cold, for sure, if you're not inside. But even if you are inside, ice rinks are cold, just remember that. So yeah, it's great. Number 12, watch holiday movies. Slip into your favorite cozy pajamas, and make some popcorn and watch a holiday movie that will get you into the spirit. You can even go one step further and make it a movie marathon. I think everybody does this around the holidays. I know us three do it. Where we're always watching our favorite Christmas movies. Oh, so. yeah. I always, always, every Christmas, I watch all the Harry Potter movies. Is that a Christmas movie? It's everything. It's Harry Potter. It can be anything. Don't put limitations on Harry Potter. <laughs> That's true. It doesn't have to even be holiday movies, but I mean... It has a Christmas feel to it. Like, if you watch it, there's a... Does it? Yeah, it does have that, you know... And, and in the in the movies, they celebrate Christmas, and it, they make this big magical thing about it. And it... I mean, even though it's only like a 20-minute scene, the Christmas scene, I don't know, something about Harry Potter is very Christmassy to me. Yeah, I have my own ritual of watching my marathons. I start with like holiday, uh, Christmassy horror movies, and then work my way down to regular. Gotta always watch a Christmas story. It's a top five movie of all time. Have actually, you seen the new one? Not yet. Man, I'm going to, so don't say anything. <laughs> I'm not gonna say. I have. I haven't seen it. That's why I'm asking you. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> all right, number thirteen. Hide or find the elf on the shelf. At the beginning of the holiday season, this cute elf is placed all around the home acting as Santa's eyes and ears, making sure all the children are behaving. Every night, after the children have gone to bed, he goes back to the North Pole to report to Santa. He returns to the home in the morning, but always to a different location. If you have kids or even want to play along with your housemate, it's fun to hide and find him. It's one of those activities for all ages. Yeah, so I've never had an elf on the shelf that was a little bit after my time. Of being a kid, wasn't it, Tony? I think when we were yeah. younger, I don't think that was out yet. Yeah, that yeah. was it. It's, um, it's, it's, yeah. it was it's after more like a 2000s too. thing. Because I remember, even yeah. when it started to become popular, being like, "What in the world is this thing?" <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it seems fun. I've never actually done it myself, but I know my nieces and nephews have. So 
Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, it's, a, it's an actual toy, like an elf, like a doll. And you are supposed to place it in all different places around the house every... Without your, your kid knowing if you're doing it for your kid or, you know, like it says here, your housemate, your spouse, whatever. If you want to play the game. They're not supposed to see you moving it and then they don't know where they're going to find it. So it's almost like they said, yeah, Santa's watching you, so... <laughs> The elf's going to report back to Santa at the North Pole and let him know what you've been up to. Alright, number 14. Hang stockings and other decorations. Stockings are such an excellent and essential Christmas decoration. Usually they create a cozy atmosphere with their cute appearance, and in addition, they're a wonderful spot to hide those tiny Christmas presents in. Other decoration ideas include tinsel, Christmas cards, mistletoe, decorative pillows, blankets, a manger if you're religious, a wreath, etc. Yeah, I have my house decorated. I didn't go all out this year like I normally do, but I mean, I do have some of my favorite things. I have my cute little pottery barn pillows that I just got for Christmas. <laughs> Expensive, but very cute. And yeah, I mean, I just kind of love to get in the festive mood, so that's a great one. I know at least Derek, you love doing that too. Oh yeah, definitely. I have my own little Christmas theme, little <laughs> kind of village set up in a way. Not more than a village, but a little Christmas area but i do think stockings are essential i think it's one of the best parts of like opening gifts is like going in for the stocking yeah it's funny too because i remember one of my friends out here when he moved into a new apartment complex they had like this table in the middle of the lobby that people would leave random things on like a kind of we don't want this anymore this is free you can take it if you want and when i went to visit one day there was like a full-on manger just <laughs> sitting there <laughs> and, and i grew up catholic you know my mom had a manger so that was like a big deal and i we just were like what is that like i feel like bad just walking away from that like i feel like somebody should take it so my friend just was like encouraged me take it take it i was like i don't know what to do with this because <laughs> you know i'm spiritual now i don't go to church anymore though so like I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a Catholic, I'm more of a spiritual person, but at the same time, you know, mangers, you don't have to be Catholic or anything to have a manger, it can still just look pretty. So, I don't know, he, he is just like, you gotta take it, you gotta take it. So I took it, and I still have it. <laughs> and I just put it, like, I, I have it on my fridge a lot of the time, because I don't know where to put it, and I'll just take it down, and, and it's cute, and I just, yeah, I use it. So, I had a free manger. Who knew? You could set it up in Brett's house, it could be like little neighbors for him. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number 15. Attend Christmas Eve service at church. Now, officially referred to as Midnight Mass, the service held on Christmas Eve, starting approximately an hour before midnight, is seen as a tradition among Christians. It's held and celebrated as a form of dedicating the holiday season to God. Even if you aren't religious, it can be a beautiful way to add some holiday spirit into your celebrations and some of your family members might find it to be surprisingly meaningful to attend, including yourself. After all, it's a season of peace and love. I mean, I grew up going to Christmas Eve uh, mass until like I was a little bit older and then my mom would say, oh, do you want to go with me? And I'd say, no, no, I'd rather not. But then she'd always go. But I think she would go a little earlier than midnight because she didn't want to stay up that late and then all that. But I, I have been to them before and they are really pretty. Like the church is all decorated and everybody's dressed in their best outfits and their long winter coats and you know at least back on the east coast it was like that 
it's definitely a, a memorable occasion. It can be really special for especially religious people. Number 16, go Christmas caroling. Get a group of friends together, practice some Christmas carols, and then walk around the neighborhood spreading the spirit through song. Now I've, you know, saying with friends, I don't, I've never gone actually Christmas caroling to people's houses though. I mean, it's a little different nowadays if you do that too. I don't even know how, how popular that is anymore. Have you guys ever done that? No, I can't sing, so I don't, I've never gone. That's not the point. Oh, whatever. I still, (laughs) it is to me. But still, I just, that's not something I would find fun going around. Like, I don't mind if it's like, People if someone did it to you? Yeah, yeah. I just don't want to go on. <laughs> oh, so you want to enjoy it. You just yeah, don't want to be exactly. the entertainment. <laughs> well, the best thing, I think, would be somebody coming up to a door. You open it. They start singing and you join in with them. <laughs> and it's, you both win. <laughs> I guess. I always think of Love Actually when I think of Christmas caroling because of that scene with Hugh Grant. But yeah. <laughs> Number 17. Go see the Nutcracker Ballet. Whether it's just on a small local stage or a big city production, a quintessential thing to do during the holidays is to escape into a dreamland with the exquisite ballet performance of the Nutcracker. This classic Christmas story is centered around a young girl's Christmas Eve celebration and is a must thing to do at least once in your lifetime. Yeah, I've never been to the Nutcracker Ballet. I have watched it on TV though. Yeah, I don't even think I know the story of the Nutcracker. Like, I've heard of it, and, but, and I know the image of the Nutcracker, but I I don't know. i just never seen it. I don't know. Also, I don't think Nutcracker has to always be ballet. Um, my favorite figure skaters, Gordiev and Grinkoff, are my favorite Russian figure skaters growing up, and they did a amazing program to the Nutcracker where they dressed alike in the outfits, and they made it into a skating program and it was beautiful so it doesn't always have to just be ballet it can make it into all kinds of things number 18 read twas the night before christmas twas the night before christmas is the classic poem that should have a place in every christmas lover's home twas the night before christmas and all through the house not a creature were stirring not even a mouse i mean everybody's read that everybody's heard that right so yeah read it again yeah. it'll definitely put you in the mood great poem number 19 Build a snowman and or make snow angels. Escape to a winter wonderland to make a snow angel or build a good old-fashioned frosty. Have fun plopping yourself right into the snow, waving your arms and legs to create the perfect angel or stacking big snowballs on top of each other for a jolly snowman. And don't forget the carrot nose, hat, and stick arms. I've made a snowman. You guys, I'm sure you've made a snowman. Snow angels as well. So much fun. Obviously, you need to be in a place that has snow. Unfortunately, if you don't have snow in the area, I mean, it's not much you can do. But yeah, if you have snow, make sure you go out and do that. It's so much fun. Yeah, definitely. I would throw in an igloo as well. Igloos are really fun to make. Ooh, I've never... Aren't those hard to make, though? Um, not really. You just... I mean, there's kind of a cheating... I don't know if you call it cheating, but if you get, like, a plastic tub container, uh, I guess can get up to varying size depending on how big you want it and just kind of fill it up with good packing snow and just kind of stack them like bricks make a little igloo like that cool or you do it the old-fashioned way just kind of do it with your hands and a shovel those are kind of fun because then you can shape it however you want yeah make sure you're wearing gloves (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) of course number 20 eat or drink holiday snacks in addition to the hot chocolate by a fire there's nothing better than making and eating a gingerbread house and or Christmas cookies and candy canes, sipping on eggnog or your favorite holiday coffee drinks. I mean, we're doing that right now, am I wrong? No, 
So it's obviously a great thing to do. Currently sucking on a candy cane as we speak, so. Yeah, I have candy canes too. Awesome. Do you guys have the red and white candy canes or the red, green, and white ones? I have the cotton candy ones from Big Lots. Oh, so you have the flavored ones. Yeah. Yeah, they make all kinds of flavors, too. Yeah, I went all out. So, like, lemonade ones or... Oh, I haven't had those yet. They had the pink lemonade ones. Those were good. Yeah. But, I mean, there's nothing like a real candy cane. Oh, yeah. The ones... I think they were... I don't know if they were Starburst sponsored, maybe. I don't know. But they were red, green, and yellow. And it was, like, uh, lemon, maybe green apple... And like a cherry or something? I don't know, but they were pretty good too. But yeah, nothing like a good peppermint candy cane. It just feels more Christmas themed. Yeah, those are always fun. Alright, number 21. Look at holiday lights in the neighborhood and beyond. Fill your thermos with hot chocolate or another hot holiday themed beverage. Load up the car with your family and give your eyes a special holiday treat by driving through the neighborhoods in search of the best light display. Check with your city. Many of them make holiday light maps for you to follow. That's very convenient. I didn't know they make holiday light maps. That's what she says here. So that's that's awesome. I just remember being a kid and you just kind of like drive around and see what you can find, which is fun too. Yeah, that's what I just did earlier. When I went to the liquor store to pick up Crown 7 whiskey, I was looking at the lights everywhere on the houses. It's like one of my favorite things to do. You just kind of cruise around at nighttime and stare at the lights. I don't know. It's relaxing. Yeah. All right. Okay, final thing to do on the bucket list here, number 22, is wear fun Christmas attire. I have my Christmas sweater on right now. I know Derek said he has his Christmas story shirt on right now. So awesome bring out or buy an ugly christmas sweater and or santa hat and wear them in public to spread the holiday cheer i mean come on how can you not like look at a person dressed in a santa hat or something when you're walking outside around christmas and it just brings those cheery vibes you know unless you're really a miserable person and like your house md or something and you're like oh god christmas again those idiots see i (laughs) counter that and i have a black santa hat and I love to Ooh. wear it. Yeah, but see, that's your personal style, so that counts as well. I think if you make it into your own personal style, too, that's fun. Yeah, I'm currently wearing my Santa hat as well as my A Christmas Story shirt, so... Nice. All right, so awesome 22 things to do on a Christmas bucket list. I hope you guys can find yourself, you know, doing them, and or if you haven't done them yet, try to do as many as you can. You won't regret it. And yeah, I mean, if you have anything to add, make sure you comment on the episode when it's out, either on YouTube or even, you know, Apple Music or wherever you listen to this podcast. Give some of your ideas. I'm sure the listeners would love to hear them. And again, you can go to bucketlistjourney.net. She has way more that I didn't include here. So if you want more ideas, you can go there for any season or just she has all kinds of categories. It doesn't have to just be holidays. All right. Moving on to the next segment in this Christmas special episode, we have, as I always do in these holiday-themed episodes, I have some fun Christmas facts that I have found that I thought would be interesting to share with the listeners, share with Tony and Derek. I think they were fascinating. I didn't know a lot of them, so hopefully you find them fascinating too. The source I got this from is from goodhousekeeping.com. Okay, number one, Christmas wasn't always on December 25th. 
Now, while Christmas celebrates the birth of Jesus Christ, the actual date of the big event is lost to history. There is no mention of December 25th in the Bible, and many historians say Jesus was most likely born in the spring. Some historians say the date was originally chosen because it coincided with the pagan festival of Saturnalia. I think I'm saying that right. Uh, which honored the agricultural god Saturn with celebrating and gift-giving. That's interesting. Number two. Evergreens are an ancient tradition. The tradition of Christmas trees goes all the way back to the ancient Egyptians and Romans who decorated using evergreens during the winter solstice to signify that spring would return. So if you deck your halls with a green tree, wreaths, or evergreen garland, you're honoring history. I didn't know that one. Yeah, I didn't either. I love something about a Christmas tree, though. It just brings that extra bit of joy. You can have your whole house decorated, but that tree, I don't know, just adds to it. It's like the centerpiece, yeah, of it all. Yeah. Even if it's a really dark, spooky black tree, like Tony has, as long as it's a tree. <laughs> Does Tony have a black tree right now? <laughs> I do. I have the black and purple tree with a bunch of spiders and... It's a, it was for Halloween and Christmas. See, you save money uh, and you don't have to decorate. When you don't have a real tree, I love the little ceramic light-up trees. Those are cute. That were popular in the, like, 80s. All right. Number three. The Dutch gave us the idea to give Santa milk and cookies. Now, on St. Nicholas's feast day on December 6th, Dutch children leave him food and drink in exchange for the gifts he leaves overnight. So you can thank the Dutch for Santa's milk and cookies. Number four, Coca-Cola had something to do with Santa's jolly image. Now before Coca-Cola decided to use his image for advertising, Santa's looks tended more towards spooky than jolly. In 1931, the beverage company hired an illustrator named Haddon Sundblom to depict the jolly old elf for magazine ads. Now, kids see visions of sugar plums instead of having Santa-themed nightmares. There you go. That's right up your alley, Tony. Santa was originally a spooky creature. <laughs> the the image of Crump, uh, Krampus? Is that his name? Yeah, that's what Alive. I was thinking of, too. Krampus. I just saw that again, like, maybe yesterday. Yeah. It's very popular this year for some reason. Like, everybody is about that than Santa. Like if you go Wait, on like Krampus, yeah, like yeah. Ever, like social media, video games. Let our listeners know what that is, because I don't even know what that is. It's a German folklore of kind of the opposite of Santa. The uh, Krampus, it's like bad would, Santa. It, it's like bad, yeah. Like if your child was Not bad, the movie, but yeah, <laughs> good movie by the way. That was a good movie. Um, but if your child was bad, Krampus would come and he would take your child, <laughs> put him in a bag, and whip him with um, branches. That is terrible. It, okay, we're good. Gonna... Hey, that you asked. <laughs> I mean, you and, that is not where we're going. And it, it like it, and they he, yeah, they oh, take him. They take the kids home and they, he puts them in a pot and like eats them or something. I don't know. There's there's a big story and lore behind it. I recommend y'all just wiki it. Okay, well, that's the dark side. <laughs> but it's also a nice, cheesy comedy horror movie based on that. <laughs> so there's a horror... Yeah, there's a horror movie based on that. There's a couple. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, there you go. So, yeah, Santa is not always seen as jolly, but thankfully Coca-Cola made him that way. Number five. 
hanging stockings started by accident. Legend has it, we hang stockings by the chimney with care thanks to a poor man who didn't have enough money for his three daughters' dowries. Generous old Saint Nick dropped a bag of gold down their chimney one night after the girls had hung their freshly washed stockings there to dry. That's where the gold ended up, and the tradition stuck. Wow. Wait, who was in- what? Who was on their roof with money? <laughs> Saint is... Nick, duh. No, the creeper. Generous old Saint Nick. Legend has it. It's a folklore. Oh, it's a folk- okay, okay, that- because I, I took it as this this could be true, and I'm like, who the hell is on my roof? <laughs> It's weird though. Why did we start putting stockings or socks on chimneys? Well, that's the legend. Well, remember the Christmas, you know, you know those stop motion Christmas classics that we watch. What was the reason for the? They they explain the stocking. Do you remember? I'm talking about like Rudolph and stuff yeah, like yeah. That. Didn't you watch the one of uh, how Saint Nicholas became Santa Claus? I might have, but I don't remember it all. Yeah, I, I don't remember, but there is a reason behind the stockings, and I think we should trust into that <laughs> that movie. <laughs> Alright, number six. The eight tiny reindeer had lots of names. Rudolph was almost named Rollo, or Reginald, <laughs> Reginald, which doesn't quite have the same ring to it, but his crew also had lots of other names. They've also been called Flossie, Glossy, Racer, Pacer, Scratcher, Feckless, Ready, Steady, and Fireball. Love it. Can you go back to Feckless? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Fireball wouldn't be a bad name for like Rudolph as the lead guy if Rudolph didn't exist. And then Pacer isn't bad, but I don't know about the other ones. You don't like Glossy and Flossy? <laughs> no. Not at all. Number seven. Christmas wreaths are religious symbols. The Christmas wreath first originated as a symbol of Christ. The holly represents the crown of thorns Jesus wore at his crucifixion, and the red berries stand for the blood he shed. So when you see a wreath this holiday, you'll remember the reason for the season. Yeah, I don't know. I like wreaths too. They kind of just give me that Christmas vibe. Wreaths and trees. Probably because those are the two most popular things around Christmas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it gives me the Christmas vibe. Number eight. Jingle Bells was originally a Thanksgiving song. Turns out, we first started dashing through the snow for an entirely different holiday. James Lord Pierpont wrote the song called One Horse Open Sleigh for his church's Thanksgiving concert in the mid-19th century. Then in 1857, the song was re-released under the title We All Know and Love. Today, it's still among the most popular Christmas songs. That's a good one. Number nine, Silent Night is the most recorded song. We all know the same few handfuls of Christmas songs play at stores and on the radio in a loop all season long, but one of them has been adapted more than others. Silent Night earns that title as the most recorded Christmas song in history. It's had more than 733 different versions copyrighted since 1978. Really, that one kind of shocks me. I don't know why I thought it'd be something else. I mean, I guess that is a popular one, but... Yeah, I mean, if you think about a lot of Christmas albums, they all seem to include that song, at least on, you know, if an artist has multiple yeah, Christmas albums. Yeah, and so. a lot of different genres do it, yeah. too. What's that yeah. popular one that was, was it, um, Mary, Do You Hear Me? Do you remember that one? Oh, yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Number 10. Celebrating Christmas used to be illegal. From 1659 to 1681, 
anyone caught making merry in the colonies would face a fine for celebrating. By the Revolutionary War, the day had so little significance that Congress even held their first session on December 25, 1789. Christmas wasn't even proclaimed a federal holiday for almost another century, proving that the Grinch's attitude toward the holiday was alive and well, long before he was. Wow, that's crazy to think. Number 11. Settlers created the first American eggnog. The Jamestown settlers created the first American batch of eggnog, although it likely bore little resemblance to today's comforting tipple. Tipple. <laughs> Is that a drink? I guess that means drink. Tipple. I don't know. <laughs> I've never heard that word before, but I'll trust goodhousekeeping.com. The word nog comes from the word grog, or any drink made with rum. An early nog didn't have the rich, milky base we now ladle out of grandma's cut crystal punch bowl, though. Yeah, I love eggnog. I gotta have it, like, every year for Christmas. I even have it Thanksgiving time, too. So, whoever started that invention, thank you. Yeah, a lot of times people will start drinking the eggnog for the season at Thanksgiving dinner. My family has done that. But you know what I hate, though, is I really like eggnog, but I have to have a dairy-free kind. Because, you know, I used to drink dairy when I was little all the time, but then I realized I was lactose intolerant. Long story, but now if I even drink it with dairy, it bothers me way more than it did when I was a kid. So I'm always looking for the dairy-free eggnog, but they're always sold out. It's only that kind that is always sold out. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure they don't make a lot of it, too. Yeah, see, they need to make more because some people just cannot drink that without getting sick. But, yeah, I mean, they make it now with oat milk, almond milk if you can find it, soy milk, all that. And it tastes exactly the same, in my opinion. I always get the United brand. It just—it has this really good taste and creaminess to it. Just, I don't I've know. I've never even heard of that brand. Yeah, I don't know. It might be like a more of a generic. I'm not actually, no, I don't know. I don't know. Either way, it's good. That's <laughs> like the one that is. Yeah, um, I think the most popular one is like Hood brand, isn't it? Like Hood or something like that? I don't know. I was going to say Gallagher's is good, too. They're that, like, they make really good chocolate milk, and then they do eggnog for the seasonal, but... I do like the Hood Golden Eggnog. That is, like, the best. Yeah. (laughs) It could be from where we're from, too. It was popular, too, since we're... Tony and I are from the same area, so growing up, there was always the Hood kind, and you might be a little different. But eggnog is eggnog. I think, you know... I would encourage you guys, have you ever tried the dairy-free one? I would encourage you to try it, just to try it, because it is really good. Like, it tastes the same to me. No, I've never had it, but I might try it at some point. I know they sometimes have, like, gingerbread-flavored eggnog, too. I've seen in the store a few years ago, and I tried it once. It's pretty good, but there's nothing like the original. Number 12. Christmas decorating sends nearly 15,000 people to the ER. If you've ever watched Clark Griswold decorate his house in Christmas Vacation, that stat likely doesn't shock you. In fact, the Consumer Product Safety Commission estimates that 14,700 people visit hospital emergency rooms each November and December from holiday-related decorating accidents. So please be careful when you're putting up the holly and the ivy. Wow. Falling off ladders, I'm sure, yeah, like, especially outside decorating say it seems crazy like it's a high number but then when you think yeah the high ladders and the ice it's probably <laughs> when you combine yeah, those, the yeah, ice, probably you're makes right. a lot of sense yep i mean i just put actually it reminds me just see a couple weeks ago i put up some garland like like above close to the edge of the, the ceiling and i almost fell so <laughs> yeah all right number 13 the term xmas dates back to the 1500s 
Contrary to popular belief, Xmas is not a trendy attempt to take Christ out of Christmas. According to From Adam's Apple to Xmas, an essential vocabulary guide for the politically correct, Christianity was spelled... Okay, I'm going to spell it. X-I-N-I-T-Y. As far back as 1100. X is the Greek first letter of Christ and served as a symbolic stand-in at the time. So in 1551, the holiday was commonly called Xtemis, I believe, which was later shortened to Xmas. Never knew that one. Hmm. I just assumed it was because people just didn't want to say Christmas. It was too long. Yeah, I always thought it was just to shorten it and then people freaked and thought it was anti-religious somehow and that became the, the urban legend. Yeah. Number 14. <laughs> Here we go. Mistletoe is an aphrodisiac. The holiday decoration isn't just pretty. It's also an ancient symbol of fertility and virility, and the Druids considered it an aphrodisiac. So the next time someone cracks a joke about meeting you under the mistletoe, consider yourself warned. I guess that makes sense. Where that, like, tail, or not tail, what do you want to call it, tradition, came from the <laughs> kiss under the mistletoe. Remember, kids, tradition or not, always get consent. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, like those kids are gonna listen to some rando on a podcast that has a black yeah, Christmas wrong. tree. <laughs> I mean, I appeal to the kids. They like me. <laughs> okay, cool. Number 15. Candy canes originated in Germany. The National Confectioners Association says a choir master originally gave the red and white striped candies to young children to keep them quiet during marathon church services. So grandmas who still sneak the kids sweets during droning sermons, history is on your side. It wasn't until a German-Swedish immigrant decorated his tree with candy canes in 1847 that they became popular as a Christmas candy. Wow. I never would have guessed. Candy canes in Germany. Right? Almost done here. Number 16. The Rockefeller Christmas tree in New York started out small. The first Christmas tree at Rockefeller Center looked more like Charlie Brown's than the big one that we have today. Construction workers first placed a small, undecorated tree while working there in 1931. Two years later, another tree appeared in its place, this time draped in lights. It just kept getting bigger every year. Today, the majestic tree bears more than 25,000 twinkling lights and sees millions of selfie takers each season. So it just started with construction workers. That's awesome. All right, the final Christmas fun fact. We talked about this earlier. Tinsel has a storied history. Now, tinsel was invented in 1610 in Germany. Again, German. Uh, It was originally spun from real silver, making it far from the chintzy decoration it is now. The U.S. government also once banned tinsel because it used to contain poisonous lead. But never fear, now it's just plastic. It should still be kept away from young kids and pets, though, since they could still choke on it. Basically, what I'm hearing is Christmas was invented in Germany. Because we have with the tinsel, (laughs) there was... Candy canes, and then what, Krampus, the whole thing there, <laughs> so. <laughs> Isn't Nicholas a German? No? Maybe? Uh, I have no idea. Yeah, but that's crazy. Poisonous lead. Damn. So they had to learn the hard way. Alright, so those are the 17 fun Christmas facts. I hope you learned something from that segment. 
it's always fun to know the history of the holidays we're celebrating or the seasons we're celebrating, all of that. That's why I include these segments because you never really stop to think about the history. You might not necessarily think to look things up. So you have it all here in 17 different historical facts. I just think it's always fun to kind of include these in these types of episodes. So hope you learned something. Hope it was fun for you guys. Thank you for listening to that. All right, and we're moving on. We're moving on. We have some Christmas suggestions next, as I include in a lot of the holiday-themed episodes as well. Uh, We're going to talk about Christmas media, and then we're going to get into some of our favorite things. So Christmas media. We're going to start with the most classic and some of the popular modern Christmas films over the years that I'm sure you've heard of. If not, these are all suggestions. Watch them if you haven't, or they may be just reminders. Nostalgia. Not everything is included in here, obviously. There's way too many, but these are probably the most popular classic Christmas films. So here we go. You guys ready for these Christmas films? I am. I am ready. All right, here we go. A Christmas Story, Home Alone 1 and Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, It's a Wonderful Life, Miracle on 34th Street, Elf, The Santa Claus, Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, The Holiday, The Polar Express, Jack Frost, A Charlie Brown Christmas, The Nightmare Before Christmas, Jingle All the Way, To Grandmother's House We Go, Holiday Inn, Christmas in Connecticut, A Christmas Carol, White Christmas, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman, The Preacher's Wife, The Man Who Invented Christmas, Scrooged, Love Actually, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Black Nativity, Trading Places, The Family Stone, It Happened on Fifth Avenue, All I Want for Christmas, Prancer, Christmas with the Cranks, Bad Santa, and the British film The Snowman. So those are all the most classic Christmas films that I could find. Some of them are not just straight up films as well. A lot of them, like some of them like Frosty and Rudolph and The Snowman, they were all like television specials, I believe at first, but they were considered films because they were like an hour at least. The next list I have, now this is, I included this because I know Derek and Tony would love this. These are the classic Christmas horror films, okay? You know we're both ready for this one. Yes. All right, so here are some horror slash Christmas films if you're in the mood for something scary and Christmassy. Black Christmas, Gremlins, A Christmas Horror Story, Violent Night, Christmas Bloody Christmas, Silent Night. The Advent Calendar, Red Snow, 13 Slays Until Xmas, Better Watch Out, Mercy Christmas, Krampus, Rare Exports A Christmas Tale Saint, Wind Chill, The Ginger Dead Man, Jack Frost, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Did I miss any that you guys can add? I don't think so. I was looking at the list. I think you got pretty much all of them. Did you say the mean one? The mean one? That's yeah, a new well, one, I, no? yeah, no, I haven't even technically. Yeah, no, these seen are classic. Yet. Yeah, no, okay, these are classic yeah, yeah. ones. Well, the one you just listened, uh, better watch out. I actually, I just finished that earlier today. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. But uh, yeah, because I came out in 2017, so I didn't know if you meant like just newer ones or. I just kind of got an idea from different lists I looked up, and then 
I just came up with the ones that were on there the most. So, yeah, yeah. But no, that's pretty. We got, I think, pretty much every single one. It's on mine. So cool. All right. So next we have some of the most classic and beloved Christmas television show episodes. So these are just episodes of shows that had special Christmas episodes that were really memorable. And again, I've just, I used lists, multiple lists I found for this. Some of them I included that I loved, and then others were just on the list, a lot of lists, so I just included them. First one was Friends, and it's the episode called The One with the Holiday Armadillo, and that was Season 7, Episode 10. Mad Men, the episode was Christmas Waltz, Season 5, Episode 10. The Office. Christmas Party, Season 2, Episode 10. Ted Lasso, Carol of the Bells, Season 2, Episode 4. How I Met Your Mother, the episode was How Lily Stole Christmas, Season 2, Episode 11. Gilmore Girls, The Bracebridge Dinner, was the episode. Season 2, Episode 10. Doctor Who, A Christmas Carol, and that was in 2010. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, the episode was My Mom, Greg's Mom, and Josh's Sweet Dance Moves. And that was Season 1, Episode 8. Lizzie McGuire. The episode was Extreme Xmas, Season 2, Episode 20. The X-Files. The episode was How the Ghost Stole Christmas, Season 6, Episode 6. New Girl. The episode was the 23rd, Season 1, Episode 9. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode was A Very Sunny Christmas, Season 6, Episode 13. Boy Meets World, A Very Topanga Christmas was the episode, and that's Season 5, Episode 11. Black Mirror, episode was White Christmas, and that was in 2014. Lost, the episode was The Constant, and that's Season 4, Episode 5. Seinfeld, episode was The Strike, and that's Season 9, Episode 10. Glee, A Very Glee Christmas, was the episode, season 2, episode 10. Will and Grace, Jingle Balls, was the episode, season 4, episode 12. Party of Five, Christmas, was the episode, season 3, episode 13. The Mindy Project, episode was Christmas Party Sex Trap, season 2, episode 11. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, episode was Amends, Season 3, Episode 10. Downton Abbey. Christmas at Downton Abbey. Season 2. That was in 2011. Some of these didn't have uh, exact episode numbers. So I just included what I could find there. Uh, just a few more. The OC. The best Christmaca ever. Season 1, Episode 13. Blackish. Episode was Black Santa slash White Christmas. Season 1, Episode 10. 30 Rock. Episode was the Christmas special. Season 3, episode 6. And finally, House MD. Episode was Merry Little Christmas. Season 3, episode 10. Do you guys have anything to add? Any Christmas episodes you liked? Oh, uh, yeah. Did you say American Horror Story? <laughs> American Horror no, Story Season 2, Asylum. I think it's episode 4 and 5. And it's the Christmas episodes. Okay, cool. Always looking for the dark side of Christmas, Tony. Okay. 
Last list in this segment, we're going to talk about, of course, the classic and popular modern Christmas songs. I only included uh, some of the artists that kind of originally made that song to begin with, but a lot of these I didn't include the artists because there's so many versions made and the original artists, you know, it, it can date back to God so long ago and you never completely know where it came from. So just going to list the song titles mostly. Here we go. Silent Night. All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. White Christmas. Last Christmas by Wham. I'll Be Home for Christmas. Jingle Bells. Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Jingle Bell Rock. Happy Xmas. The War is Over by John Lennon and Yoko Ono. The Christmas Song. Now the Nat King Cole version is probably the most popular, but that's been done by a lot of people. Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. Again, the Brenda Lee version is probably the most popular, but that's been done by a lot of people as well. Christmas Baby, Please Come Home. Frosty the Snowman. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Deck the Halls. Santa Baby. Feliz Navidad. Blue Christmas. Elvis Presley's version is the most popular one of that. Hard Candy Christmas. Dolly Parton made that one popular. Run, Rudolph, Run. Sleigh Ride. Merry Christmas, Darling. The Chipmunk Song, Christmas Don't Be Late. Winter Wonderland, It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year. O Holy Night, O Come All Ye Faithful, Little Saint Nick, Christmas Time is Here, A Holly Jolly Christmas, Dominic the Donkey, Do You Hear What I Hear, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Twelve Days of Christmas, Merry Christmas Baby, Christmas Wrapping, River, I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, Peace on Earth, Little Drummer Boy, Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, Joy to the World, Carol of the Bells, We Need a Little Christmas, It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas, Someday at Christmas, What Christmas Means to Me, and finally, What Are You Doing New Year's Eve? Yeah, I love me some Christmas songs. I feel like I don't know. They get two types of people. There are people that absolutely love it and people that absolutely hate it. There's nobody that's in between, but I always yes, to listen to it. Yes, it's true. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Something about that one always puts me in the mood. <laughs> yeah, it's so upbeat and woo, let's do. And it's, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, the lyrics, right? It's right when the Christmas season starts to kick in. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Toys in every store window what was it something like that <laughs> i always find myself walking around the house singing it like once it's creeping up that time of the year <laughs> oh my god you shouldn't admit that no I'm kidding uh whatever <laughs> all right awesome so now we're gonna get into some of our favorite things that we just talked about and more about christmas we're gonna share our little stories here and then we're gonna go and play a nice little trivia game that we're gonna end the episode with that's gonna be a lot of fun that's christmas themed thought you guys might enjoy that so yeah, let's talk a little bit about our Christmas joys and, and all of that. I want to start off favorite Christmas movies. Okay, so I couldn't choose one. So I mean, if you can't choose one, your top three. But I have here, obviously, Home Alone. I loved Home Alone as a kid. It's nostalgia for me. Definitely has to be in my top three. Uh, the Holiday. Love me some Kate Winslet. But uh, <laughs> Kate Winslet and Jack Black are my favorites in there. I just love that story. I, I watch that movie every year. I introduce that movie to Derek, and he loves it now, too. It is a pretty good movie. Yeah, so I like to introduce a lot of people to it that have never seen it, because it really is. It's just, it's modern, because it, it came out in, like, 
I don't even know the year it came out, 2000 something, but I remember seeing it in the theater when I was in college and I just loved it right away and it's just become like a staple for Christmas, so yeah. And then I have the snowman. Now a lot of people in America aren't familiar with this because it was a UK Christmas special on TV, but I bought the DVD and, and it, one of my friends from the UK introduced me to it and it's just this really, really sweet special where it, there's no words in it but it's uh it's based on a book i believe and it's all illustrations uh, animated illustrations and it's just basically about a, a little boy who wakes up he makes a snowman he befriends the snowman he becomes like you know his best friend and i even i think he goes to the north pole and the snowman like can fly and he flies on the snowman's back and he goes to the north pole and he meets santa and all that and and then he comes back and then he's so excited and, and you know he's hugging the snowman and then he goes to bed Christmas night and then he wakes up and the snowman is melted and the boy's sad and that's kind of how it ends so it's bittersweet but it's like it's like he's thankful for that one night he had with the snowman and it showed him you know the beauty of Christmas and all that so I highly suggest that you guys find that I think it's on YouTube if you don't know what I'm talking about but it's called the snowman it's really, really sweet. It's really cute. I believe it's only like 20 minutes long, maybe. Something like that. It's very short, but it's still something special. What about you guys? What are your favorite Christmas movies? Top three? Oh, God. It's so hard to pick. It's hard to even pick just top three, especially because you have the horror ones as well. But that's like a whole separate one. If we're talking like traditional. Yeah, no, we're going to talk. Yeah. We're going to stick to traditional the Traditional Christmas movies. Well, number one is easy. That's a Christmas story. So that's like top five favorite movies in general for me i can like quote that whole thing <laughs> kind of like i can with scream and remember the titans those three movies i can like get through um the other two it's so hard to just pick three. Oh my gosh uh ooh, is the grinch in there maybe not no i feel like home alone home alone is definitely in the top three that has like that big time nostalgia i like both of them but the first one's obviously better i don't count those other ones that doesn't have Macaulay Culkin in it so uh and then I guess if I had to pick a third one to round it off it would be well I guess does Rudolph count as a movie because then I'd have to go with that yeah it does it's a okay. classic movie then yeah I would probably have to go with that if not I was gonna say Polar Express because something about that has a nice you know yeah, that's a good cozy one. calming feel but i mean rudolph i have to see rudolph on christmas every year so yeah and i think it's also worth mentioning love actually i really like too i know that's a big one for a lot of people and just jack frost not the horror jack frost but the the classic jack frost um, that one was really sweet i think if you lost a parent young too that's a good one to watch because if you don't know what it's about it's about a little boy who loses his dad unexpectedly and the dad like moves his spirit into the snowman <laughs> to kind of be close to his son again for a period of time and it's really sweet and the soundtrack features my favorite band Hanson so it's a double win what about you Tony what are your favorite top three Christmas movies or just one your ultimate favorite the the stop motion one which one Frosty Rudolph actually all of them I don't know how many there are the year without a Santa Claus is actually a good one there's a couple of the Rudolphs, I think. You got the Frosty, you got... What else is there? Yeah. The Year Without a Santa, though. You know, and they have, I'm Mr. Free... Yeah, <laughs> that Yeah, that one. Okay, cool. So our favorite Christmas song. Um, top three favorites. I couldn't choose one, so... I have River by Joni Mitchell. 
I absolutely love this song. I don't know why. Every time I hear it, it just like strikes a chord in me. It touches my heart. It's just so bittersweet. And it's just, I don't know, it's such a sad song, but it's so beautiful at the same time. It's just something I've always loved. So it's definitely my ultimate favorite. Um, I also love the song Merry Christmas, Darling. Another slow, sad song. I believe the Carpenters are the ones that made that song pretty popular. Uh, there's also a really good version on the Glee soundtrack by Leah Michelle, I believe, that I really like as well, uh, the way she sings it. And then I would say Last Christmas by Wham. Love that song as well. Very classic. Upbeat, but also sad song. So I guess I'm a fan of sad Christmas songs. What about you guys? Oh God, I'm, again, I'm trying to think of a top three to just narrow it down. And I think I have to cheat and pick a top four. This one has to slide in there, but all I want for Christmas is you. That's all, like my number one. I know that's a cliche pick, but I just something about that totally song. Totally cliche. Love. It is, but I love it. It's such a good song. And I'm not even like a big Mariah Carey fan. I just like that song. Uh, the, let's see what else is up there. It's the most wonderful time of the year. That's probably number three. It's beginning to look like uh, a lot like Christmas. That's probably number That's two. That's all you get. No. <laughs> well, hold top on. three, right? Okay. There's well, three. I want to order them. All I want for Christmas is you is one. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas is two. And then it's the most wonderful time of the year is three. I don't care. I'm honorable mention number four, rocking around the Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get four. Now I got to pick a fourth one. <laughs> it's an honorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tony. I only have two songs, and they're both from the Pentatonics, and it's Hallelujah and Mary Did You Know. They're actually Very really cool. good, though. Pentatonics. You guys don't like Dominic the Donkey? I heard you say that, and I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> it's that song. It goes, hey, oh, it's Dominic the Donkey. <laughs> yeah, no idea. Well, I suggest you look that up because it's a fun song. All right, cool. So next we have favorite Christmas album. Now these two are nostalgic for me. AF, can I say that? AF, maybe. Hmm, talking code. Wow. Yeah, social media codes or whatever they use it as. I don't think I've ever typed that, said that, so it's first time. To... Anyway, oh <laughs> I didn't want to out say the F word on the show, even though we're allowed to swear, but best for Christmas special. So yeah, these are two nostalgic albums for me. I listened to them as a kid. I love them to this day. And they are Snowed In by Hanson and Home for Christmas by Amy Grant. <laughs> I got them both for Christmas one year and I just listened to those over and over. And for those who knew me as a kid, you know I, have a, I had a very big phase where I loved Amy Grant. I still like her music. I still think she's great but I don't listen to her nearly as much as I did as a kid but I did have that phase where oh my gosh I listened to her pop albums then I even went as far as her earlier albums because she used to you know sing a lot of Christian music um so yeah but she has her album Home for Christmas that's a great album it has the song you guys might remember is really popular in the 90s Grown Up Christmas List really pretty song that's probably another classic Christmas song I don't think I included that in the list but I suggest you listen to that song uh, but yeah those are my two favorites I mean if I had to pick my favorite Christmas album it's gonna again be the cliche picks 
because I generally just listen to like individual songs more than go and seek out albums, but I know I like a lot of the songs on the Bing Crosby album, it was a White Christmas or whatever, and then the Frank Sinatra one, uh, A Jolly Christmas, so I guess by <laughs> default they would be my two favorite. Older, there's like a hundred years old. Yeah, <laughs> as if we want a more modern one. The Jordan Sparks did have an album that came out in 2020. I thought it was pretty good, but other than that, I just stick to the classics. Yeah, I also liked uh, two others I'll mention is Sia. She had a good Christmas album, and then Hanson recently had another their second Christmas album a couple years ago. Finally, it's Christmas. It's called. Okay, so Tony, you have none to add, right? Yeah, I have nothing to add. Okay, all right. Favorite Christmas recipes. So these are just recipes that you eat around Christmas. Uh, just like we did, we, we included some of our favorites in the autumn episode. We're not going to include the recipes for this episode, but we're just going to mention them quickly. My favorite is, so my mom would make every year, she'd buy like the mini drumsticks of chicken and she made her own recipe of like maple syrup, uh, Italian dressing, and... Um, soy sauce maybe but she mixed it as like a you know flavoring for the chicken and it was her maple chicken and I loved it and I still love it I try to make it it's not as good of course but I still try to make it and then she also made this um, macaroni salad and all it is basically is parsley and french dressing like french salad dressing and I just love those two things together too she just basically made those up um, and they're just amazing and they of course give me those great memories so those are my favorites for Christmas. Yeah, I think mine would probably be, it's not really a Christmassy thing because you can make it all year round, but my mom and my aunt would make this thing. We just call it potato bake. I don't know what their official name is, but it's kind of like a potato dish with like baked cheese on top in a way. I don't know how to explain it. It's just really good. It's one of my favorite things that we kind of make it around Christmas time. Um, and then I also really like eggnog. I don't know if you want to <laughs> count that as like a Christmas recipe, but it's a must. No, that's no, more of like it's a cheating. snack. Uh, my dad makes Portuguese sweet rice, and I love it. He only makes it for Christmas, Thanksgiving, and Easter, so it's very special because you don't get it for the rest of the year. <laughs> what is it? Do you know what's in it? I cannot tell you. It's a family recipe, oh, but okay. you can find your own online. <laughs> Portuguese sweet rice. Is it kind of like a rice pudding or? No, it is not. It's more of a rice mold. Okay, your family loves molds, huh? <laughs> Jello molds. <laughs> well, it's not like in a mold. It's just, it's pudding is a lot more loose. This is more dense. Okay, cool. All right, we're going to go on to our favorite Christmas decorations. Now, of course, like Derek said earlier, stockings are, you need the stockings. The stocking I use still is my friend wrote my name on it, and I just kind of always use that one. And then I have a little tiny little stocking for Brett, <laughs> and it says Brett on it. And I used to have one for my other guinea pig, Bailey, and it said Bailey on it. And I still use his stocking, I just use it as an ornament now um, for the tree. So, yeah, but stockings, I mean, you can't beat those, and obviously, Christmas lights are always a must. And I have my little, like I said earlier, my pottery barn pillows my christmas decorative pillows i have a little snowman and a, a wrapped candy thing and a gingerbread house all of that i mean i like just pretty much any christmas decoration lights are nice i do have like a soft spot for the little little like christmas villages that you can set up 
with like the lights inside of them. I think something about them, like especially under a tree, just has a nice atmosphere to it. Very calming, Christmassy. Yeah. Wait, I, I didn't. Is this what we have up, or what kind of decorations we like? Just your favorite Christmas decorations. You don't have to have it right now. Just... Oh, the lights. Yeah, just the lights. Just lights? I think that's what everybody likes, is the lights, because you can get really creative with them. Are you the type of person that puts, like, just clear white lights on your tree, or do you use the multicolored ones? I use the multicolored ones. Mm -hmm. Like, on my Christmas tree now, I have purple to match, but throughout the house, I use, you know, RBG. Cool. Alright, uh, your favorite Christmas moment. Can you guys think of anything that sticks out on a Christmas? Um, I have two here. One, this is a big one. This wasn't on Christmas, but it was around Christmas. I got to go to New York City and I got to ice skate in front of the Rockefeller Center tray. And it was freezing outside and there were a lot of people. Probably wasn't the most comfortable, but it was so beautiful and it was amazing to get to skate around that tree you see on TV and, and it just was so much fun. So that's definitely something that sticks out. I also, I've been at the tree a few different years, but I, there was only one year that I actually got to skate on the ice. I mean, another moment that sticks out is just being, you know, a kid and Christmas morning uh, under the tree, knowing, you know, I gave my mom a list of things I wanted. And a lot of them were like CDs back then because I was really into CDs and, and things. And, and whenever I would see like, you know, a wrapped square under the tree. I'd get so excited. Yeah, I just remember getting so excited about each CD I would open and it would be the one I wanted. And then I would use my little Walkman CD player with my headphones and we'd have to go to my uncles later and family members to celebrate Christmas. And I would be listening to that in the car ride there and back and it was just so much fun. And like, it's just the best feeling ever to, to get what you wanted and to be able to listen to it. Those are probably my favorite moments. Uh, favorite Christmas moment? I mean, other than, I don't talk about a cliche gift. I'm trying to think of a nice moment. I do have this memory of, like, me and my uh, older cousin going outside. We would always get together at my aunt and uncle's for, like, Christmas time. We'd get there, like, New Year's Eve. Or, I'm sorry, Christmas Eve and Christmas. And then I think we do it New Year's Eve as well. But, um, and my aunt and uncle would always decorate, like, crazy. They'd go all out outside. The whole yard and everything was just top to bottom lights and decorations and spinning stuff and moving stuff and all that and me and my cousin would go out when it was like kind of getting darker and later and we would like walk around the yard and stuff and pretend it was like Santa's workshop and stuff because it was all this moving lights and contraptions and we <laughs> it was still in the peak time of make-believe and having fun as a kid so that's always a memory that I definitely have cool sounds like fun the one memory I have with Christmas that really means a lot to me is when we were younger and strongly, mind you, we strongly believed in Santa Claus and the reindeers. My aunt, my mom's sister, Aunt Donna, <laughs> she got really drunk during one of the Christmas Eve parties and she took us outside drunk, just drunk, but she was a happy drunk. She was very adventurous and very one of those out there people and she saw an airplane. You know how airplanes had like the red lights that blink on it yeah she was like look it's rudolph it's we strongly <laughs> believe that <laughs> that was funny. rudolph and she's like you guys gotta go to bed soon you guys gotta go to bed and we, and we did we we did go to bed because we strongly believed that airplane was rudolph 
we went to bed and my they were you know parents they put together the toys and stuff and that year we got a record player with a tape deck into one and it was like it was a big thing back then i'm old so you guys might have to google it but anyways um they they're put in the entertainment center together and apparently aunt donna accidentally used the hammer on the top of the entertainment center and hit the mark and it made like a, a like a like a little indent it wasn't huge but it was enough to be like oh what happened so the whole story was rudolph went over <laughs> rudolph flew over our house we went to bed and they and santa put it together and rudolph accidentally burnt his nose into the entertainment center <laughs> and that's how it got the little dent and oh, wow it's it's just the fun like aunt donna was just the greatest woman when it comes to that she was so good with kids she was a teacher so she knew exactly how to talk to us and we believed it and to this day that is my fondest fondest christmas memory it's just something that's really special and something that can't be taken away like it's better than a gift because gifts can be taken away gifts get old you can store them away but this was something that i can share with my nephew when he gets older going do you know your great aunt she was crazy drunk, but you got to hear this story. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's something you can pass on. And we do talk about it fondly every Christmas. Sadly, she passed away battling cancer, but that was one of the greatest memories. Because even when you're a kid, you're like, oh my God, it's Rudolph. I strongly believe it. So every time I see a red light on an airplane, I think of Aunt Donna. Well, yeah, it got awesome. your ass in bed, didn't it? <laughs> yeah it did we were like oh shit she's not playing around like that's rudolph up there we gotta go to bed yeah we were all about it yeah i mean that's the perfect thing to happen too red lights in the plane i mean made it seem realistic it was perfect timing and she believed it too like she strongly believed that was rudolph <laughs> <laughs> and we did too and in turn we were like oh my hey, god she's a couple shots real. of whiskey <laughs> I feel like even any adult <laughs> might start to believe that it's real. Yeah. I'm just saying, my Aunt Donna was a drinker, but she was a happy drinker. She wasn't a drunk. It was only celebrations and stuff. And when she was, she was the funnest woman. Even when she was sober, she was hilarious. But it was just this memory. And I remember, you know, when you're a kid, you don't know mm-hmm. that, oh, Aunt Donna's a little tipsy tonight. But when you get older, my mom's like, yeah, she was drunk out of her mind. And I was like, that makes sense. <laughs> wow yeah that's that's awesome see that's part of her legacy too what she left even on that drunken night she probably had no idea you know that you would forever remember that oh yeah we all do me and my siblings we always talk about it it's it's definitely an aunt donna memory and the fact that she was very artistic and she uh did a lot of knitting and she knitted our stockings and it was a tradition for all of us to have stockings, whatever grandkids we would have, she would make the stockings. But sadly, we we couldn't keep that tradition, obviously, because she passed away. So with my nephew, we just, you know, we winged it when it came to his stocking. Right. All right. Well, thank you guys for sharing those memories and your favorite things. It's really fun to hear. And, you know, if you guys want to try out any of the things we said, be sure to let us know what you think of them, whether it be the movie, the song, the album, recipe. You don't quite have the recipes, but you can make your own versions of those. If you want to share your own favorite Christmas memories, let us know in the comments when this episode goes up. We'd love to hear it. 
All right, so we're going to move on to the last segment of the episode, and this one's going to be fun. So Derek, Tony, and I, we each made some Christmas drinks, and you guys can just kind of play along if you're listening. We're going to play a Christmas trivia game. The first one of us to reach 25 right answers will be the winner. Um, We're making it into kind of a little drinking game. We're having alcoholic beverages, but we are all (laughs) over 21, so if you're not over 21 and you're in the U.S., do not make any kind of alcoholic beverage unless you have permission from your guardian or parent but you can also just make a regular beverage or whatever you want to do and have fun with us so what we're going to do is every time we get one of these questions wrong we have to take a drink and if we get them right we get a point so the first one to reach 25 points will be the winner like i said this is all christmas themed so we're just randomly picking we found a christmas trivia app that we're going to be using all three of us none of us have seen the questions ahead of time it's multiple choice, uh, so we have no idea. We're just going to wing it. We're going to see how this works. We thought it'd be a fun idea. You guys might enjoy it. And we have our Christmas drinks ready. Derek, what are you drinking? I am drinking, I think it's called an orange dreamsicle. It's just basically whipped cream vodka with a little bit of orange soda. Ooh. Okay, and I have, it's called this uh, this mix. I believe Trisha Yearwood made it up, the country singer. It's a, a mix called Christmas in a Cup. And it's just a bunch of juices together that's very Christmassy. And I added a little gin to it. So I'm going to be drinking that. And Tony, what do you have? Uh, Just Aftershock. It's a cinnamon liqueur. If you want to join in on the trivia game, obviously you can't play directly with us. But you can pause this right now and go get your drink and see how many you can answer. All right. Yeah. So you guys ready? Yeah. You're going down. All right. Who's going to be the score taker? Derek, you want to? <laughs> I was gonna say I'm usually the designated one, so I might as well. Yeah, whenever we play games, Derek's always the one that <laughs> scores for some reason. Well, my dad was always the one in the family when they were doing this. So I guess we're passing this down to me now. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. So we have the app ready with the questions. Uh, we are going to 25 in honor of 25 days of Christmas. That was Derek's idea. Um, I was gonna say you better give me credit. Yeah, and we'll see um, how fast we can get to 25. If we go really fast, we might play another round. We have no idea, but depends on, I guess, the difficulty of these questions and how quickly we go through them and all of that. So again, here are the rules. If you want to play along at home or wherever you're listening from, you can just play along to the questions we ask or you can download. It's called Christmas Trivia Quiz. Is that what it's called? Yeah, 2022 or or something like that. Yeah, if you look in your app store, it should be on um, Apple and Android. So Google Play. Whoever, oh yeah, there you go. Whoever um, gets to 25 first is the winner. If we get it wrong, we have to take a drink. Again, I have my Christmas in a cup with gin and my candy cane glass. Derek has his orange creamsicle. And and Tony, what do you have? (laughs) Your aftershock. I have aftershock. It's it's aftershock and it's a cinnamon liqueur. (laughs) Yeah. So it's all Christmas themed. It's very smooth. Uh, Derek's could be Christmas themed because it's the sweet drink. We're just going to go in order of the way we've been answering things. Um, So I go first, then Derek, then Tony. And we're just going to ask in a circle. So Tony can ask me first. Okay. Which character from a famous Christmas story said, Bah humbug? Was it Tiny Tim? Jack Frost, The Grinch, or Ebenezer Scrooge? <laughs> I'm going to get it wrong. First of all. Those were the uh, the options. 
I thought it was a little boy who said that. Is that your final Well, that, that's not even an option, right? Tiny Tim is the little boy. Oh, you know what? I'm thinking of the movie. Okay. Well, they say it in the movie as well. But this has nothing to do with the movie. This is the actual tale, the Christmas story. Okay, that's where I got confused. Screws. No, it's Tiny Tim. Uh, nope, wrong. Ebenezer Screws. Tiny really? Tim is the one that's trying... Yeah, Tiny Tim Oh, wait, Tim that's right. They're in the same boy. scene. <laughs> it seems so easy, but it's yeah. like, okay. All right, I'll take a drink. <laughs> you gotta take double for that. <laughs> Yeah, was like, that was. Yeah. Ooh, that tastes like. Can you imagine? This will tell in <laughs> Christmas trees. Oh my okay. god. <laughs> yeah, Scrooge was the one he ate at Christmas. Wow. Yeah, can you imagine if the movie. Right, was I was like, thinking they were in two separate things. Tiny Tim hated Christmas. Yeah, I was just thinking of Scrooge. <laughs> like, I was thinking <laughs> that the story was called Scrooge, and I was thinking of two separate. Yeah, I get it now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Alright, well, so it's my turn next time. You didn't get that one. No, I yeah. didn't. Okay. <laughs> But I got a mouthful of Christmas trees. This really does taste like Christmas in a cup. Very good name for this. Alright. Derek, in the movie Elf, what was the first rule of the Code of Elves? Work hard, sing loud, treat every day like Christmas, or never complain. Oh god, I love that movie too, but I don't know, the first rule... See, when you're on the spot, it's hard. Yeah. Well, I no, I don't even like. I don't know if I remember them in order. I remember treat every day like Christmas being one, but I don't think that was the first rule. Same with the sing loud one. I don't think that was the first. I'm gonna go with work hard. Oh, you're wrong. It's treat every day like. Christmas. Oh, that was the first one. Okay, shit. All right. Well, I'll take a drink. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Okay. Okay. How many sides does a snowflake have? I didn't even know there was. <laughs> 12, 2, 4, or 6? I'm gonna say 12? Nope, 6. But, <laughs> uh, I don't know about y'all, but snowflakes are all different, so that's a yeah. true question, because <laughs> we're all different. Eh. Um, which Hollywood actor played six different roles? Oh, Derek's gonna know this. Roles in the Polar Express. Was it Why Jack you know Nicholson? This is Tom Hanks. I have that movie. <laughs> How rude is right? that? She didn't even Jeez. let me Alright, alright. Wow. Say the list if you want. I don't want to now. <laughs> but Jack Nicholson, Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks, or Keanu Reeves? Yeah, it's Tom Hanks. Yeah. Did you get that one point, Derek? Get that one point? Yeah, yeah, I got it. Alright, Derek. Which country started the tradition of putting up a Christmas tree? France? England, USA, or Germany? I was going to say, I hope Germany's on there. Because <laughs> I'm when in doubt at this point with Christmas, I'm going Germany. <laughs> yep, correct. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can thank the fun facts for that one. <laughs> so, point for Derek. Um, okay, Tony, how do you say Merry Christmas in Spanish? Oh, God, do I even need to give you the options? Feliz Navidad. You got it right. <laughs> Well, so we all, it's like we all going wrong and we all going right. <laughs> okay, this is an easy one. What popular Christmas song warns that, quote unquote, you better watch out, you better not cry? Is it Jingle Bells, White Christmas, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, or All I Want for Christmas is You? Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Yep. I let you say the list that time. Proud of you. Thank you. All right, Derek. In the song, what was Frosty the Snowman's nose? 
a piece of coal, a button, a carrot, or a branch. Oh, in the sun. Oh, in front of the bed. Oh, <laughs> what was it? I'm trying to think of it now. I can't think. I can think of the tune itself, but I can't think of the lyrics right now. That's. Wow. It was. Hmm. I want to say it was a button or a coal, but I don't know. I'm going to go with coal. I don't know. You're wrong. It was a button. No, oh, I can't. It was one of them. What is a pipe and a button nose and two There we go. I knew I could like I could get the tune itself. I could get the damn words. Take a, drink. Take a drink. I am. Take a drink. Okay. Um what are you supposed to do when you find yourself under a mistletoe? <laughs> Laugh, sing, <laughs> kiss, or dance. Come on. Consensual kissing. Hey, yep. So this is gonna be an easy one. Who's saying all I want for Christmas is you? Madonna? <laughs> Celine Dion, Jennifer wow. Lopez, or Mariah Carey. Yeah, right? Mariah Carey. Yeah? Derek, how many ghosts show up in a Christmas carol? Three, four, five, or six? It's three, right? Past, present, and future, or whatever? Nope, four. Oh, God, whatever. <laughs> Take it Doesn't he get me? Yeah, he meets up with death. I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan. No, really wait. Well. He meets the first. I'm getting these easy softball no, questions. No, he meets the first ghost that's like, oh, you're going to be visited by three other ghosts. Remember? It's the first one. And then, then the, you know, past, present, and future come. So, yeah, it was four ghosts. Well, that's what the Muppet Christmas Carol did. Anyways. All right. Well, it seems like I'm going to be a lot more intoxicated than you guys are by the end of this game. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tony, which popular Christmas beverage is also called milk punch? Christmas punch, mulled wine, eggnog, cranberry spice. Eggnog. Yeah, you're right. I've never heard it called that, but okay. You guys both have three and I have one. It's going to be a long game and I got to pick my drink still. Hold on. Uh, gingerbread houses were inspired by which popular fairy tale? Three Little Pigs, Hansel and Gretel, Little Red Riding Hood or Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Hansel and Gretel. Yep. Alright, Derek. On the eleventh day of Christmas, what did my true love send to me? Eleven golden rings, eleven geese a laying, eleven French hens, or eleven pipers piping? God, I know you're gonna make me try to sing this in my head. It's definitely not golden rings, that's five. <laughs> well can you, okay, give it to me one more time. <laughs> Why do I get this one? Come on, like these questions. Every time we play trivia, get the songs. I get these. Um, eleven gold rings, eleven geese a laying, eleven French hens, eleven pipers piping. I'm trying to think what sounds natural. Eleven geese a laying, eleven French. It's not French hens. It's not five <laughs> oh golden rings. It's not golden rings. I know that's five. Eleven pipers. I don't think that sounds right. What is it? Pipers. What is it? Piping. Pipers piping. Eleven pipers piping. Eleven. And what was the other one? Last option. Geese a laying, French hens, or pipers piping. I feel like it's geese a laying. That sounds natural. Eleven geese a laying. I'm going with that. Oh no. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that. It's pipers piping. Oh, what? Whatever. I'm just gonna take. It sounded drink. better when you said it, though. You were like, "Eleven <laughs> pipers piping." And I was like, "He got it." And you're like, "No, it's the fucking geese." And then no, <laughs> no, you totally went hard left on that. 
<laughs> I don't. I gave up on that song after like five golden rings. I quit caring what the rest were. Okay, what was the first company that used Santa Claus in advertising? Nike, Google, Apple, or Coca-Cola? We just talked about it, didn't we? Just talk about Coca-Cola was the first. Was that your yeah, answer? Yeah, because Aaron said it earlier. I paid attention. Yeah, see, these fun yeah. facts are helping with this game. Yeah. Coca-Cola humanized <laughs> yeah, right. Santa Claus because he used to look evil in Coca-Cola. Yeah, see? Even though Neither is reason I included those fun but facts. But Pepsi is better because well, they have I don't know the who the winner's going to be, but we know who the loser is. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> All right. Uh, Wichita means Christmas in what language? Spanish? French, Italian, German. What's the word? Wichitatin. Wichitatin. It's gonna give it away. <laughs> it's already given away. I know this. Not necessarily. Yeah. Wait, no. say the options again. Spanish, French, Italian, German. I already know. How it's spelt, I already know. Can you spell it for w -E -I -H -N -A -C -H -T -E -N. me? W-E-I-H-N-A-C-H-T-E-N. You gotta know. The German? Yeah. <laughs> Alright. German. Alright, Derek. Which famous song begins, Sleigh Bells Ring, Are You Listening? Another song one. Uh, Sleigh Ride, The Little Drummer Boy, Winter Wonderland, or Carol of the Bells? I. Uh, well, yeah, I think it's Winter Wonderland. Yep. Alright. Um, the traditional Christmas fruit of. Ooh. Satsumas originated from which country? Japan, Spain, Greece, or Scotland? That's for obviously, are you sure not Germany? Um, can you say the <laughs> names again? Japan, Spain, Greece, and Scotland. And can you spell out the fruit for me? S A T S U M A S. Uh... Satsumas, I guess. Japan? Yeah, answer? it sounds Japanese, but I'm probably gonna get dinged for this. No, you're right. Oh, That's what really? I, too. I was about to say it sounds Japanese. Okay. Um. In okay, this is gonna be easy. In a Christmas Carol, what was Scrooge's first name? Ebenezer. Yep. Okay. Wow. Derek, the day after Christmas is the feast of which saint? Saint Stephen, Saint Peter, Saint Larry, or Saint Bob? Uh, one more time. The day after Christmas is the feast of which saint? Saint Stephen, Saint Peter, Saint Larry, Saint Bob. Uh, I'm gonna go with Saint Peter. That sounds right. Probably wrong, but it sounds right. <laughs> nope, Saint Stephen. God. Derek's gonna be wasted. You get all these questions. You guys get easy ones. <laughs> Who voiced Polar Express? Okay. Well, that wouldn't be easy for someone who had never seen Polar Express. So. How many people is that? I've never seen Polar Express because I feel like the CGI, they all have dead eyes. It looks weird. Oh my god, you're so dark, Tony. No, ha have you actually watched Polar Express and look at their eyes? Yes, I have it. It's fucking creepy. Dead right. eyes. Um, St. Nicholas is the patron saint of what? Children, parties, presents, or wine? <laughs> Children. Uh, yep. Mm -hmm. Nice. I am a reco recovering Catholic, so some of it still lingers. Where does eggnog originate? 
Germany, USA, Britain, or Spain? Did we just go through this too? Isn't it Germany? No, that was the fruit, and that was Japan. This is where does eggnog originate? No, no, no I mean in the f the fun facts, we had this again. Yeah, I think Maybe. we did. I think we did. Yeah. Germany. No, Britain. Wrong. It was oh, your own. Okay, it man. was your own facts. <laughs> no, I'm getting you confused with something else. Then. Okay, I'll take a drink. It's been a while. All right, Derek. Which of these is the traditional home of Santa? Greenland, Iceland, Lapland, Ireland. Oh my god. <laughs> There's a traditional home of Santa that's not the North Pole? Like, what is this? What are these questions? Greenland, Iceland. What were the other two? Lapland, Ireland. Alright, well, Greenland has a lot of ice on it, right? So we'll go with Greenland. Nope, Lapland. <laughs> what what even is Lapland? This game sucks. I have no idea. Um, according to Christmas tradition, what will naughty children receive in their st Christmas stockings? Like, you see, come on, what is this? Nothing. Oh, I just. Well, you know the answer, don't you? Because I just clicked it by accident and I didn't get to see the fourth one. Cool. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was coal, cheese, nothing, and then something else that I didn't... I Unless you live in Germany, then you just you get thrown in a bag. <laughs> get it, Krumpus? No, right. we're not no, going back yes. to that? Okay. <laughs> no. Every time there's light, you let that darkness creep in. I got to. I guess right. what I look for. <laughs> what color is Santa Claus's belt? Gold? <laughs> hey, listen carefully. Gold, red, black, white. What color is black. this? Black. Yep. Okay. We are getting easy questions, and Derek's getting stuck with that. You think? Lapland. All right, Derek. What the fuck is a Lapland? <laughs> this one should be easy for you. What is the destination of the Polar Express in the classic Christmas novel? Is it the South Pole, the North Pole, New York, or Lapland? <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Uh, no, it's definitely the North Pole, isn't it? Yep, he got one right. <laughs> what is the name of the period leading up to Christmas? Lent, uh, Epiphany, Advent, or Easter? Advent. Yep. Alright, score update, Derek. Uh, Tony 8, U7, me 3. Okay. okay, what's another name for Santa Claus? Uh, Brilliant Bobby, Mary Marvin, Kind Kevin, <laughs> or Chris Kringle? Are you Chris kidding Kringle. me? Yep, Chris, Chris Kringle. Kringle. <laughs> okay, Derek. The Grinch's heart is said to be how many sizes too small? Five, three, two, four. Oh, so now I'm trying to think of that line exactly. It's really sad uh... that I know this. I know the movie, I love the movie, but I'm trying to think of the exact, like, size. I sh probably should know it, but I don't off the top of my head. I want to say three, but hold on. What were the options again? Five, three, two, four. Yeah, I'll go with three. I want to say it's two, but I'll go with three. Oh. Nope, it's Fine, two. Of them. It's yeah, two. Okay. You should always Same go with your gut. Trivia can just piss me off. Yeah. Tony, now I'm going to have to go make another one. This is almost gone. Really? Yeah. You must be taking I only have big three points. Oh, that's right. He no, I'm taking drinks. Points. I have three points. You guys have eight. Um, Myrtle, sand, and swamp are all types of which Christmas plant? 
Uh, Ivy, Mistletoe, Holly, or... Hmm. Kicklemon? Sickleman? S-Y, or C-Y-C-L-A-M-E-N. I know it's not Mistletoe, and the other two have no relevance to Holly. That's my final answer, Bob. What? What is it? Holly. Oh, um... Yeah, you're right. From which vegetable is the snowman snows usually made from? I feel like we... I think this was in question one, wasn't it? No, it was a different... It was the song. Okay, banana, carrot, pear... Cucumber. Alright, uh, carrot. Yep. Right. Alright, Derek. In the nativity story, how many wise men are there? Five, ten, three, or fifteen? I think three, maybe. Don't you have a nativity Correct. scene up right now? Couldn't Correct. you just turn your yeah, chair and count it? I guess, uh, I guess the answer that's there, but I don't know just because of my nativity. You need that to I start winning answer. because then you'll stop drinking. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's not looking like it's going to be a plan. Give yourself a point. Yay! Take a sip just for good luck. Piss off. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what is the name of the reindeer whose name begins with B? Really? Brian, Bobby, <laughs> Billy, or Blitzen? It's Blitzen. This is a stupid... I hate this game. This game is really out to get him. <laughs> and I fucking love Bobby. it. It's really fucking you up. <laughs> Bobby. His name is Bob. <laughs> okay, my turn. Are you really going to hate this, Derek? <laughs> I just didn't give up on trivia at this point. God, you're gonna hate this. Which of Santa's reindeers had a red nose? <laughs> oh my god! Was it Vixen, Dasher, Rudolph, or Prancer? Prancer? Rudolph? <laughs> <laughs> Watch me get what's the freaking distance from the North Pole to <laughs> Belfast, Ireland. <laughs> What's the <laughs> longitude and latitude to the pole? <laughs> doesn't even tell you which one. They're like, fuck you, figure it out. <laughs> okay. You got me a point? You got me a point? I got you a point. You're even at <laughs> ten and I'm at four. Chill out. Right. <laughs> you catch up. You'll Derek. Get there. Derek, where is America's national Christmas tree located? Now think about think about this question. Where is America's national Christmas tree located? America. New York City? Outside the White House, the Grand Canyon, or Ellis Island? See, I feel like it's tricking me. Because I want to say freaking New York, because that's like, oh, it's a big freaking tree. Everyone, we were just talking about it. But America's tree, at least want to say it's outside the White House. I don't know what the correct answer is. But now that it's my luck in trivia, it's probably one of the other <laughs> two. So I'm just going to go with freaking New York. <laughs> oh my god, no! It's the White House. That's why I said pay attention to the to the question because it's national tree. Okay, I'm just gonna say this. In in Derek's defense, we live in America. All those trees are Americans. I checked them. They came here legally. Those those trees are our trees. They're all trees. (laughs) Mute your ass. (laughs) I'm trying to help him out. You see that tree outside? Can't be out. Look outside. You see that tree outside? America. <laughs> so you gotta take a drink. I already did. 
which band sang the Christmas favorite Fairy Tale of New York? U2, East 17, NSYNC, or the Pogues? Pogues? The what? P O G U E S. Why do I want to say U2? But something's telling me it's like the Pogs or the Pogues because, uh, you know what? But I feel like Bono has so much. So why give you two? Uh, the, the, I'm just, you know what? I'm going to go with my gut, which says none of them. And I'm going to say Hanson. You can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> okay, um, you two. I'm just going to say you two, but I have a feeling it's the Pogs. <laughs> yeah, it's the pogs. It's the pog. Yeah, see, they threw me out. It had to be some unknown fuck. You know. <sighs> oh, I'm taking a drink. Sorry. How many doors are on an advent calendar? This is kind of a trick question because I watch YouTube videos of people who spend thousands of dollars on these stupid, expensive advent calendars, and so this is a trick question. Because there's two answers here, but this one, I don't know what this app is going to say what the right answer is. But the but it's either 25, 10, 24, or 12. Ooh, that is a tricky one. Um, yeah. I'm going to say, oh, I want to say 24, but I might think 12. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say 12. You're going to say 12? Yeah. Is that what you said? No, it's um, It's, okay, the answer is 24 on this app. But advent calendars, yeah, because it. yeah, it's every day of Christmas. But it's a trick question because advent calendars now do twenty five, so it depends right. on well, what I knew you it was get. Every day till Christmas, but then I kept seeing twelve days of advent. I would think I was confusing the twelve days of Christmas. I have no idea. All right, well, I'm gonna take a drink. See, she got that one wrong. All right, Derek, are you ready? No. Yeah, you are, because this one's super easy. God. Who makes the toys that Santa delivers? Fairies, goblins, elves, or leprechauns? Elves. Yep. See, where the hell are these questions about? <laughs> They're coming. <laughs> In the UK, what is the name given to the day after Christmas Day? I actually know this one. Tennis Day, Bowling Day, Dancing Day, or Boxing Day? It's Boxing Day, isn't it? Yep. yep. Okay, what pies are traditionally eaten at Christmas? Is it pumpkin pies, cherry pies, mince pies, or apple pies? Isn't it mince pie? I don't know. Is that your final answer? Yeah. You are correct. All right. All right, Derek. What is the name of the head elf in the Santa Claus movie? Benjamin, Bernard, Barnaby, or Bert? Pretty sure it's Bernard, right? Yep, got it right. <laughs> An elf, Buddy had to travel through which forest? The peppermint forest, the gumdrop forest, the candy cane forest, or the chocolate forest? Oh, see, that's oh, that's so hard because he loves that fucking candy in that movie. <laughs> Is it the gum? I'm gonna say gumdrop forest, but I think I'm wrong. It's candy cane. Fucking candy canes. I think it was the land of swirly, twirly gumdrops. Oh, see? <laughs> see? Derek, what do the French call Christmas? Amour, bonsoir, bonsoir Noel, or Monday? Monday. Terrible. I mean, Noel would make sense. 
I'm just gonna go with that because I have no idea. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Tony. Bonbons are another name for which Christmas tradition? Christmas crackers, mulled wine, mistletoe, or Christmas cake? This is actually a unique one. <laughs> I'm gonna say Christmas cake? Bonbons are the chocolates, right? I honestly don't know. I think I know what they are, but I'm not positive. It's, it's what Peggy Bundy used to eat all the time. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> right? Like, is it a trick question? Yeah. Like, the chocolate, right? Yeah, I mean, I'd never known of anything else. I didn't know they were Christmassy, though. But, um... I didn't know they were Christmassy either. I don't even know if people still eat them. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna say cake for some reason. Christmas cake? Is that your answer? Yeah. Uh, no. Christmas crackers. Oh! <laughs> no idea. Do not know. Learn something new. What's the score? Uh, you two eleven, me seven. Should we go to twenty-five? Because I feel like it's still gonna take a long time. Yeah, it might take a while. Alright, so we're going to do 15. We're going to go to 15 instead. 15 points because this is taking longer than we thought. And poor Derek has is about to make another drink. Okay, which country traditionally serves Penetone on Christmas Day? I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. It's P-A-N-E-T-T-O-N-E. Penetone? I don't know. Yeah, um... What are the options? Uh, China, France, Italy, Russia. Ooh, I'm, I'm gonna say Italy, but I'm thinking Russia, but Italy. <laughs> and that is correct, Pedatoni. It's, nice. it's It yeah, sounds Russian, not Russian, it sounds Italian, yeah. Yeah, Pedatoni. Derek, what carol demands figgy pudding? Oh, holy night, we wish you a Merry Christmas, joy to the world, or silent night? Oh god, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, I feel like I know. Like, I remember the figgy pudding in the care, but I don't. <laughs> I can't think of which one. I think it's "We Wish You a Merry Christmas." All right. Yep, you're right. Okay. Well, he's coming back strong. All right. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> All right. Oh god. What is the name of Will Ferrell's character in the film Elf? Roger, Buddy, Fred, or Billy? Buddy. Yeah, come on. <laughs> which in which country is Lapland? Yeah, I don't know this one. Yeah, which country, Aaron? Which country is? You're gonna give me the options. Denmark, Iceland, Finland, Norway. Man, I'm gonna say Norway. Nope, Finland. Ah, oh take a drink. Get on my level. <laughs> Sour. Derek, what kind of? tree is the Christmas tree. Oak, sycamore, evergreen, or spruce? Um, oh god. I know I should know this easily, but it's, I know it's between the last two, but it's a, uh... We talked about it earlier. Evergreen. Yeah, it's evergreen, right? Yep. Wow, yeah, I never yeah. knew those fun packs would come in so handy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Okay, um, which meat is traditionally eaten with Christmas dinner? Tony, this is for you. Turkey, chicken, beef, or pork? Pork. No, turkey. That's Thanksgiving. Oh. <laughs> I would have thought you were right too, but isn't that what normal take a people drink. they have like they have like turkey? Yeah, for I always thought like ham for Christmas. Who has turkey for two holidays, not even a month apart from each? Like, I mean, I've done it before, but yeah, generally I always thought ham for Christmas and then turkey for. Oh, that was a trick question. Oh, is it my turn? Um, yeah. 
A traditional Christmas decoration in Sweden is the julbok. What is it? Is it a glass dog, wooden horse, straw goat, or plastic cow? <laughs> Where is it real. again? Sweden? Uh, in Sweden. Is it a wooden horse? Um, nope. Straw goat. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Drink. Alright. Derek. Another fun fact question. What do the red berries on holly represent? The blood of Jesus, Santa Claus, wine, or nothing? Oh shit. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember that being in the fun facts. I should have been yeah, it was about I was It was about the, uh, I think it was what wreaths represent. Um, I'm gonna say the blood of Jesus. Yep, Probably that not. was in the phone okay. back. Alright. All right. <laughs> That's really creepy, though, eh? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Alright. What? Who? Okay. Whose birth is celebrated on Christmas? <laughs> is that really for me? Yeah. Just to humor me. What are the options? So, oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Santa, Joseph, St. Nicholas, or Jesus? They gave two options for St. Nicholas. Santa and St. Nicholas. I know, it's confusing. Uh, is it Jesus? Yeah, it, it definitely I, would be Jesus. It is Jesus, yeah. <laughs> Ignoring the whole fact that he could have been born in spring that we said earlier. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're getting close. Okay. What are the uh, scores? Uh, it's Tony 13, Aaron 12, me 10. I'm going oh, through the lead. At least I think I'm pretty sure I've, I've gotten it all right. I don't think I messed up. <laughs> How many reindeers does Santa have? 16, 12, 20, or 9? 12, right? Uh, no, 9. 9? <laughs> oh 9. Never drink. Derek, name the character played by Macaulay Culkin in the film Home Alone. Marv Merchants, Harry Lime, Buzz McAllister, Kevin McAllister. Kevin McAllister, baby. <laughs> Kevin! Kevin! <laughs> Kevin! <laughs> yep. Oh shit, don't call it a comeback. <laughs> what kind of mint flavored candy is commonly used as a Christmas decoration? Tic Tacs, Mentos, candy cane, or lifesavers? Okay. This is, this is fucked up. Candy cane. Yep. That was really right, easy. So Tony needs one more. He has 14, Aaron 12, me 11. Oh boy, Tony's leading. He needs one more. No pressure. I haven't had to take it. I went through the first three fourths of this game, drinking practically my entire glass, and I haven't had a sip ever now, and I'm still going to lose. All right, uh, Tony, you ask. Uh, what is the name of the film where the song Walking in the Air is featured? That's actually oh, yes. the song. The whole song title is Walking in the Air is Featured. That's what they said the whole song no. title is. <laughs> that's a mistake because it's Walking in the Air. And yeah. I know that because I, that's the snowman. That's the UK snowman. Is, it, is that your final answer, the snowman? Yes, because it's a very popular song in that. Yes, that yes, it is the snowman. Yay. Oh, shit. So I need one more? Yeah. Yep. Oh. Or no, you need two more. Oh, I need two more. Okay. Yeah. I think, yeah. All right, Derek. In Scrooged, the ghost of Christmas past appears as what mythological creature? A uh, fairy? <laughs> fairy? 
Oh gosh, I don't know how to say this. Basilisk? 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 Basilisk. Basilisk, unicorn, or pegasus. I don't remember there ever being some weird-ass creature. I just remember it kind of being like a ghostly thing. So I'm going to go with fairy. You're right. Okay. Uh-oh, Tony right. for the win. Tony can win it here. Okay, here we go. Oh, well, yeah, this is the game here. You ready? <laughs> Who wrote How the Grinch Stole Christmas? Charles Dickens, Jim Carrey, Dr. Seuss, or Barbara Robinson? It's Dr. Seuss. Yep. <laughs> oh, Tony's the winner! I won! Woo Yay! Now I can delete this app. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! The king of Christmas! Oh my god. The one who least likes Christmas just won the Christmas trivia. Uh, and I just deleted the app. <laughs> My final score is like, 15, 13. Be gone, app. Be gone. Yeah, it was <laughs> too bright for my phone. <laughs> Alright, congratulations, Tony. Thank you. What do I win? Uh, you win a golf my... clap from my Aaron. <laughs> my gratitude. Taking a last swig of this damn drink. All right, guys. Thank you so much for playing that. I hope everyone listening had a great time. Um, that was harder than I thought, though, for some of them. So, And we were still at the lower levels of that app because it doesn't let you get to the harder levels until you answer them all. So, but we would have been here all night, so we had to stop at 15. Um, but, yeah, we're going to wrap up the episode here. I just want to say Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays, whatever you celebrate. We're just going to quickly go into our New Year's segment, and it's just a couple things. So I just want to ask you guys, if you had to choose one thing, what are you most grateful for this year as we're ending 2022? I am very much grateful for my family's health, for their well-being, and their success. I'm just very happy for them, and I'm very grateful for that. Very sentimental. I love it. I think I'm just grateful might sound a little cliche but that i don't know life just keeps on going <laughs> you know with covid and the pandemic and just a lot of shit in the last couple of years that have happened and just i don't know just wake up thankful every day treat each day like it's your last old cliche how many cliches can i pull out tonight <laughs> well i guess 2022 is it started off rough but I'm grateful for the family I have and you guys as my friends and my little Brett, who's all healthy and and happy. (laughs) Yeah, and that's, I mean, be sentimental about it all, but I think that's the most important thing. I think we all agree to have people we love and care about. And yeah, it's been a tough year for me, but again, I wouldn't be able to get through it without family and without you guys. So thank you. Yeah, of course. What would you say was your best New Year's Eve you've ever celebrated? There was a New Year's Eve where I was in New York City with my friend, and that was a lot of fun. <laughs> we like spent it in some karaoke bar, and uh, I wore like this like we weird like flared out metallic looking dress that I could only wear at a special occasion like that. Um, and we sang some karaoke, my friend and her husband, and we just had a great time in this little karaoke bar. And then on the way back, 
we were on the subway and everyone was wasted. And I just remember there being pizza and somebody brought pizza on the subway. And then some girl got really mad at me for some reason because I was standing too close even though we were all squished in like sardines. And um, I think she was the only sober one on the subway. That's why she was really mad at people around her. Um, then I just remember somebody being like, ooh, can I have a slice of pizza? And then they were sharing the pizza. And it was just the weirdest, like, you know, this whole group of people who were all just intoxicated, enjoying the new year and, and going back home after partying all night, like 3 a.m. It was like, only in New York City could you do that. <laughs> and that's just the most memorable I've had. I mean, all the other New Year's Eves have been like low-key at home or small parties or things like that. So that's the one that sticks out. What about you guys? Yeah, none really stick out for me. I've just always done the small family get-together type deal, so... We really don't celebrate New Year's. Like, I think the most of it is that, you know, sadly you don't get it anymore because when you get older, you know, family, sometimes, you know, family passes away, but I would always get that random phone call a little bit after midnight with Nana going, Happy New Year's! I'm going to bed! And I'm like, okay... (laughs) So, oh, yeah. so I love those. Like I, I, I've even saved those voicemails too, and like her happy birthday voicemails and stuff like that, because you never know. And I don't know. I guess that's the only thing we don't really celebrate. We're not, you know, it's just we're like, oh, it's just another day to us. Yeah. Now that you say that, yeah. I've, ever since I've moved on the West Coast, like you always get those phone calls from family at like 9 p.m. my time. Happy New Year. I can't stay up for your New Year, so I'm going to bed and saying it now. And or then you'll get like the family or friends that do stay up, and they're like, "Oh, at 3 a.m. their time." It's like here. So, yeah. One of the new traditions I've made too is I like to watch the movie New Year's Eve every New Year's Eve because I feel like I love that movie, and I think it just—it's a perfect movie to represent so many different types of New Year's Eves people can have. A sad New Year's Eve, like one shows her dad's dying in the hospital and she's spending the last New Year's Eve with him, another one people falling in love, another one spending it with her kid, another one, you know, just all different kinds of love stories and, and different kinds of love. I thought that's awesome and I watched it for the first time a few years ago and then ever since I was like, oh, I gotta watch it on New Year's Eve every day, so or every year, so yeah. Yeah, we're at that age where we kind of make our own traditions. Without, you know, excluding, obviously, the random phone calls of Happy New Year's, but we make our own traditions. True. All right, and the last question I have for you guys, if you could, you know, reach one goal in 2023, what what do you think it would be? For me, I think kind of having a fresh start with things. Um, I'm still working on my book. I'm still working on, you know, I work on this podcast. I'm working on another uh, project I don't want to announce quite just yet, but um, hoping to make all that go into fruition um, by the next year and then also just plans to move and, and all of that we'll get into that later but yeah what about you guys mine would probably just to expand the channel a bit more keep it growing your youtube channel yeah 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 honestly i just want to be more selfish i find myself worrying about what other people think or what other people want with me or you know do this do that you know and i i'm such a people pleaser and i want to make everybody happy selfish isn't a bad word and sometimes you need to work on yourself and you have to be selfish to do so as long as you're not being an asshole towards anybody be selfish 
So this year I'm definitely going to be selfish and using the word no a lot more without explanation. If you say no, you don't have to give an explanation. The person has to respect it and that's it. Right, exactly. Oh, one more thing. What, what would you say was your best moment in 2022? Oh, that's kind of a hard one. I feel like my 2022 is kind of just all blended together. <laughs> Each day kind of went with the other. I don't know if there's one particular moment that sticks out at the top of my head. When you get a r- routine of things, yeah. It was the same yeah, way yeah. for me, too. I think the only thing that, that was actually good, I don't know, House of the Dragons came out. That gave me a sense <laughs> to oh make it through gosh. the week. No, like, seriously, it's the little things. If it's House of the Dragon, you make it through the week till Sunday so you can see what the hell is going on. Yeah. Little it was a count. pretty good year for horror movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was. I like you know, I have a good one actually. Um, interviewing Hanson. No, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, interviewing my favorite band of all time. I mean, I don't think you can top that. And that just happened, you know, this summer, at the end of the summer. And I haven't really talked about it with many people because it's just kind of something I've kept to myself, and you know, it's just sacred to me. But you know, I interviewed them for their website, so I'm not allowed to really share the interview. Um, only privately with people so I can't really share it on the podcast I can't share it on my website because they own the interview it was for their website but I was so grateful to do it and I got to ask them my own questions and and things like that and and it's just yeah I mean like we were just sitting on stools in a circle really close together and just sitting and looking them in the eye when I was talking to them and just all these feelings it was I tell everybody like I was just overwhelmed (laughs) like I don't think my brain could process what was happening because it's just like to, to have a band that means so much to you since you were 12 years old and they've, you know, helped you through so much and you never think that one day you're going to be, like, sitting just you three, no one else in the room for, like, 30 minutes and just talking and I have it on, you know, it's recorded, I have it and it's just amazing, it's something I'll always keep with me and, yeah, it's just very, very sacred and it's definitely just a boost I needed to kind of make the year a little brighter if that makes sense. So yeah, I'm very grateful for that. Definitely a moment that stands out. No pressure, you guys. But <laughs> I'm sure if Derek interviewed Eminem, he'd feel the same way. And if <laughs> Tony, if you interviewed who? <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you have so many different... But <laughs> you don't even know. I actually... I Well, yeah. Paul? No, not fuck RuPaul. No, if I ever got a chance to meet Trixie and Katya, more so Katya, I would lose my shit. You guys would not hear from from me for at least a good month. Drag race, right? They were from that, but their fame comes from, uh, that's the name of their their show. It's called, uh, (laughs) U-H-N-N-H-H-N-N-N-N. No, but if I met Katya, that would really make my whole life and she lives in boston as well or she's from boston she lives in california now so you never know she might come up to visit the old parents and i could run into her yep mulboro mulboro yeah yeah it's crazy because you think in your head what would i do if i meet you know my number one person and i feel like it's just like i don't think your brain it's the same thing when anything big either good or bad happens to you like you lose somebody close to you or it's like I don't think your brain is fully capable of of taking it in in that moment so it kind of blocks it out a little bit 
and just kind of numbs yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> so Nor- normally, just... if I see somebody who's like up to that level, like I've met the people from Slipknot, I met Corey and them um, at, at, in Rhode Island at the Heartbreak Hotel, and I'm kind of like, is it okay? Like I'm that type of person. I'm like, is it okay if we take a picture? Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm that type of person. So I feel like I'm gonna still be that type of person. Like if I see Katya, I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, please, yeah. <laughs> let's take a picture. If you're okay with that, are you okay with that? You know. Yeah, and I think, too, just, like, with the interviewing stuff, because I've met Hanson before, and I've taken pictures with them very briefly, talked to them, but never anything like I did this year, where I actually got to tell them my story about how much they meant to me, how they were introduced to me. I got to, you know, tell them thank you face-to-face and hugged them, and they were really gracious, and it was crazy. I got to tell them about losing my mom, about losing my dad, which they helped me with back when I was younger, their music and just getting to tell them that just you and them in the room i was just it was just beyond i was grateful that's all i can say yeah you were showing appreciation to them yeah because anytime i meet somebody that's special especially that's been with me since i was younger that's the first thing i want to do is tell them how much they mean to me because i feel like that's really what it's all about it's not about like oh take a picture oh let me get your autograph oh let me let me just oh my god you know you're so beautiful no nothing like that it's about like saying why you mean so much to me and how you are making an impact in my life so that's a true fan right there show your appreciation introduce yourself be kind show your appreciation then you can ask for a picture or something but be kind you know right yeah of course all right guys so that wraps up our christmas holiday episode uh i am so grateful that you guys decided to be on this again uh we're gonna start the year off hopefully you know put out a lot more new episodes with just the regular episodes with just the guests and then more themed episodes as we go along i think we're gonna hold back on the holiday ones for a while because i did practically every big holiday this year in the season so we're gonna do different kinds of themed episodes in the new year and, and Hopefully you guys will love it and, you know, find something that means something to you or learn something new. That's what this podcast is all about. So I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year. Thank you for listening. I hope you had fun listening. I hope you had fun watching Derek lose and then slowly rise up again. (laughs) Yeah, I want to recount Tony (laughs) cheating. Okay, Trump. All right, so we're uh, <laughs> she made the joke. I didn't have to. She said it. <laughs> Recount. All right, yeah. Derek does really good impersonations too, by the way. And I keep telling him he should make, you know, a full video of different ones and all that. So hopefully he'll do that in the new year. <laughs> Wait, haven't you? Don't you have a video on your channel with that? I did like, yeah, like cartoons and characters, yeah. characters before, but yeah. Go check out his yeah. channel, everybody. Yeah, so that's the last question here for you guys. You did it for me. Uh, let everyone know where they can find you because you guys are YouTubers. People don't know already. Give them your YouTube information. Yeah, my main channel that you can find me at or any other social media is Sinister Games, which is S I N I S T E R G A M E Z, just so it stands out and it's easier to find. All one word. And you can find me anywhere to uh, under Zero to Manic, and it's the word Zero, Z-E-R-O, to the number two in Manic, spelled exactly like how it is. And I'm on YouTube, and we do gaming content, and we also do shows twice a week. And uh, yeah, that's it. 
your shows where you stream different topics, right? Kind of like yeah, your podcast, but yeah, we yeah we yeah. just finished filming doing the stream on Kanye West, so it's interesting. It's interesting. Tune in. Yeah, definitely current events. A lot of them. All right. Again, thank you guys so much for joining me again. Hopefully, we can find you on another episode in the future of some topic that you're either interested in or that you can bring something to. And I want to say Merry Christmas, Derek. Merry Christmas, Tony. Merry Christmas to the listeners. Happy New Year. And we hope you have a safe, happy, and healthy end of the year and into the new year. Merry Christmas to all. Not too much spiked eggnog. (laughs) I'm going to end the episode like I end every episode with a relative inspirational quote. And this one is from Bob Hope. Remember Bob Hope, everybody? Tony, you remember Bob Hope, right? Yep, I do. (laughs) All right. When we recall Christmas past, we usually find that the simplest things, not the great occasions, give off the greatest glow of happiness. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, everyone. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Y'all keep safe. Are those jingle bells I hear?